I swear I, I clicked on uh it is. just sent it paid wow blood pressure <laughs> shot up there <laughs> please don't tell me it's a picture of black and a white girl <laughs> is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's racist, Karen. <laughs> oh man, I, I haven't I haven't even read it, but I can tell just from the language how mad you fucked up. <laughs> the front office lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> start start sending them Chinese Chinese web links. Hurry up! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. Do that. Chinese web links. Hurry up! No, I already put. Oops. Uh, oh. You fucked. You done fucked up. You done, hey, oh, was, was, are we recording? Yeah, no, we gotta hit no. record right now. We gotta hit record right now. Okay. <sighs> Audio engineer Todd Sidell, you done <laughs> fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode of Heroes Don't Get is brought to you in part by sending vaguely racist images to the wrong person in your contacts list. Sometimes it's really, really funny when you send it to the right person, and sometimes. It's it's actually a lot funnier, but not for you. <laughs> Fuck me. Hello and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West. The only formerly Tim the Handlebreaker hosted podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, Tim the Handlebreaker. Former host. Uh, still a host, but <laughs> it, there was a goofy thing where it's like, which one of us is doing it? And even though I had told you earlier tonight that I was doing it. Did you? Yeah. And with us today, likely getting fired from his job, <laughs> Tom Seidel. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> PayPal.com oh, forward slash Todd Seidel. Oh, God. That was... I I thought that only happened in like TV sitcoms. I've never. I'm thinking back. I've I have never, attached the wrong image to a message that I meant to send to a person, and it, but it's never been wrong. It's just been like the image immediately next to the one I'm trying to send in my got, in my message. I've thing. started writing a text to a wrong per, to the wrong person, and then realized it, and then like, oh, I should send that. This. To, yeah. yeah, my face just instantly turned. Yeah, because because Todd Dark was like Todd, Todd Todd was like, hey, I sent you guys something. It's funny. Yeah, and we're like, we didn't get anything. He goes, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> wrong group message. <laughs> yep, wrong group message. He's like, I would get fired for this. Uh, well, speaking of Todd, there were we. So last week we were at my place, but we played Todd's Tales from the Strange. Yes, where he talked about uh, pet psychics uh-huh. and weird tag along dating situations and um, Clownosaurus posted in the discord and he said the todd bit this week was fucking hilarious which then spurred a conversation a little little uh while later where um marius commented and said i really really like the todd sidell story time please please give me more todd sidell story time fred the truck followed up and said it left me feeling confused i enjoyed it what the fuck todd (laughs) i said to no one but the empty road yeah so uh it seems that people uh, really enjoyed it. Clownosaurus oh. then said, the music definitely added to it. I was laughing a lot during it. So uh, we're looking forward to hearing more of those. Yep. Well, I have he, a lot he's, more. he's got a lot more. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately. Uh, 
So. There's, there's, there's a crazy one time where he sent a, a very racist <laughs> image Thanks, dead home. to the wrong person. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, that, that the, the wrong text was an image from Dead Helm's Instagram account. So go follow Dead Helm on Instagram. Also, Dead Helm commented. He said, yeah, if someone pays us $50 a month, he will stop calling in. <laughs> so... That yeah. seems like a contract to me. Yeah. Um, also, from last week, there was a. It was a. It was a. The winner was feeding the monster, followed by a tie between movie budget inflation and no tours. I don't think anybody else feels the pain that we do here. No. Uh, and then finally, Oscars over Razzies, which, um, guess what movie has had a huge surge at the box office in the last week? Uh, let me guess, Harley Quinn, because no. they, they they completely retooled it by renaming <laughs> oh. it. No, it'd be that little movie Parasite that, like I said, so there was, uh, I watched the Half in the Bag today on Dr. Sleep yes. and Parasite. I didn't watch the Parasite because I haven't seen it. Well, I'm, spoiler I'm alert, they're it. vampires that like to fuck dogs. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a fucking weird movie. <laughs> anyway, so I watched that and they they showed this video and I saw the video before, which was some guy losing his shit and he's like, yeah. what? Who? In the mother in America, America. was yeah. the United States a motherfucking America, and he's like losing his shit. And I'm like, why is this guy losing his shit? And then he, and then he's like, the Joker was the. I, yeah. That's when I it that, clicked that yep, that guy is yep. a Joker. Stan. So, so I don't have a problem with Parasite winning. Yeah, but I I do think that movies win Oscars and then become famous as opposed to movies being good most of the time because 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 uh, someone asked me that someone that doesn't live in the U S asked me, um, what are the qualifications? For a movie to be uh, nominated, nominated for an Oscar, someone in the Academy liked it. Well, the the actual rule, uh, I, I don't know. The, okay, this is this is a summarization of the actual rule. Is basically it has to uh, play at a uh, um, has to play at a theater in L.A. for uh, at least four days, I think. <laughs> So yeah, okay, that, like that—that's really hard. What are yeah, there, that's like, what I'm saying. Six like, million movie theaters in LA. Hence, hence why the Irishman uh, had a a small uh, movie theatrical release before it came out on Netflix. Was in order to be able to be nominated for Oscars. Which yes. did it win any? Uh, I don't recall. Probably because it's too fucking long. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but my point was that people don't watch. Like the the Oscars is an advertisement for these smaller movies. I completely agree. Uh, whatever the, the year the Hurt Locker one, that I was bet. a big one. Uh, the artist Life is Beautiful. Like no one gave a shit about Life. Have you seen Life is Beautiful? The the Bert Antonio Antonio Bernini. Antonio Bernini. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, nobody gave a single fuck about that movie until it won the Oscar, and then did, it was like all over. Did it win the Oscar? I, yeah. He won. He, he, he won. He won for he best won actor. best actor maybe. But also that that always helps. Yeah. It didn't. It, never, it didn't win best uh, best picture. Speaking of movies that are uh, entirely I like subtitled, I thought it was odd. I had to get granted. I saw it as a kid. Yeah, but it's like this weird macabre thing. And it's then it's the, very macabre. And then he dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, uh, spoiler alert. A lot of people die in the movie. But it's <laughs> it's like this. The whole film now is that as an adult, the whole film reeks of Oscar bait. Jews, Holocaust, historical period thing, kids, retarded guy. I mean, it's got everything. <laughs> yeah, um, but didn't wasn't there? There wasn't there an English dub version? Because I was so I was thinking about that, and uh, someone was saying it was the first. This was the Parasite was the first non English film to win Best Picture. I believe so. But I guess if Life Is Beautiful didn't win Best Picture, 
Uh, but then it occurred to me, I think there's also a dub version. I saw the subtitle version as a kid. Uh, most most movies, especially in that area, would have had a dub. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen the dub though. Yeah, dubs no. before, subs before dubs. Yes, that that was that was crazy. That when Parasite won, that also sparked a whole a huge a huge debate re, re, reemergence of the reemergence of the debate. And it, it gave me it gave me flashbacks. It gave me gave me PTSD subtitles. flashbacks. <laughs> I hate subtitles. I know Tim wants to turn on subtitles. I can feel it pouring off of you. I want to turn subtitles watching, on right now. When we're watching, Picard. I want to turn subtitles on for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> when we're watching Picard. I can just feel it pouring off of him. and the yeah. movie commentaries. Yeah. I can just feel him. Just I just it's just. Yeah. Leaking off his yep. body. Yep. I want to turn on subtitles, yep. and I I despise subtitles. What is happening is I re- watch the subtitles, uh-huh. and then you and then I don't watch the movie. Oh, my problem That's is weird. when, when uh, you yeah. have subtitles on, and then the the movie or whatever gives you subtitles, and it, and it like steps on each other. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's poor. That's poor closed poor captioning. Planning. Yeah. yeah. You move it up. You got to move it. Move it to the top yeah. of the screen. I, I movies. Movies are a visual medium. I want to experience the visual and the audio as one thing. I, I don't want to constantly be. It's why I don't like opera. Yeah, because I, you're constantly I, like looking up yep. and reading the thing, and then looking at the looking at the stage. I looking. totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, but I I, I just you want to read it too. Also, I'm a super fast reader. I'm a so, fast. I'm a fast reader too. So I but I boom, still boom. end up distracted by the things yeah. popped up there. I it it was not the it was not part of the filmmaker's uh image to put subtitles there. It's not like in movies like there are movies, right, yeah. that are intentionally subtitled. Yes. Uh you know, in a Star Trek film or the Star Kling- Wars like a, they speak Klingon. like yeah. Klingon yeah. or like in a spy movie they're speaking Russian and they put it there. John Wick John Wick's subtitles are great. Yes. Because they're well, stylized, uh, you, you can. They're a little. They're a little uh, clip arty. They're a little over the top, but but it's that's that's part that's part of the filmmaker's vision. No, not over the top. They're a little clip arty. Yeah. Well, as in like, uh, they need to they need to pay for a little bit better font package. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, it's part of the the yes. filmmaker's me- vision. When it, when you when someone says Baba Yaga and it, and it and it comes on screen, yeah, in that blue text. It's just subtitles on all the time when you're watching Hollywood Squares. Not yep. part of the. Yep. It's just it reeks, the only, of, the only it reeks time, of old people. Old people like subtitles. The only time I turn it off is when, uh, is when it gets out of sync. Ah. If it what starts, about, so it's way ahead of what you're it, watching. Either or, or if it's way behind, because well, then there's no no point in having it. You know, like when you're watching a foreign film and it's dubbed English, uh-huh. and it the subtitles give you what it's supposed to be yep. and then you yeah. see what they I hate that what yeah it's like a different way to say it well that's well it, i mean that's just the nature of the medium but like every yes. uh, line is different yes that's just the nature of the medium well and the other problem with subtitles here's this oh bam tim check and mate okay do you know who keemstar is yes yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> okay, I probably know. I'll, I'll say no, I'll, I know no as much one. as you do. I, I know that the name is. I know yeah. he recently got like a strike on YouTube because sure. in a video he said the word e girl and the YouTube auto subtitle made it Negro Ooh. and then that flagged in their system and <sighs> demonetized his video. Wow. Yeah. I think it e girl. E girl, e grow, e girl, e grow. It's amazing because. Uh, girl. Well, you, you know, you know what, you know what, Todd. Here's how it got it. Let me just scroll down to literally any Andy voicemail. <laughs> Doing good, green, green. Hold on. Go away. 
uh, green, 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 green to bell ringer at their cell phone ringtone. What the F fuck, boomer? Fucking 19 and you can't break out the sucking 60s other words are over? We had muttered big nose. You know, get your feeble mind red, red again. That doesn't sound like, and here's the bulb. I don't get in that they can't figure out how to put that shit on my break ever. So my meal is the restaurant when their goddamn jitterbug is emanating green, 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 green across the fucking graduated 8,000 fucking decimals because there's a shake you suck old people. I mean, I mean, people that use the ring, green living being is that they're still feeling sick. That's how he got Negro from E-Girl. But, but I because they can't fucking figure out what words are. It's like voice to text. What I was about to say is that um, actually YouTube's uh, own, it it's... Because you can you can put in your own Say closed Google. captions. Yes, but, but then you have to go through and caption yourself. Yeah, but but they also have the auto caption. Their auto caption system surprisingly pretty good. Then why don't they put the auto caption system on the goddamn Google, Google Voice hotline? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of old people, uh, I went and saw William Shatner. Yes, at the Brady Theater uh, last week on Thursday, and it was great. And I'll be speaking more about it in my one of my issues this week. But uh, if he's coming near you and you are a Star Trek fan, it's totally Get worth out, it. Move out of the way. <laughs> uh, it's totally worth it. The what the really the, here's the the worst. Well, the second worst part of the night yeah. was watching Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. <laughs> I've seen the movie like a million times. Yeah. We really didn't need to see it. I would have much rather had more time listening to Shatner and less time watching a movie that I've seen a thousand times in a terribly uncomfortable also, seat. Also, how many people there hadn't seen the movie? None of them. Exactly. And some of, I mean, the people behind me were like, have you been watching Discovery? We love Discovery. And I just wanted to be like, oh, I'm so glad I managed to sneak my gun in this fucking place. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Um the uh, yeah, he's so, pretty old, huh? Yeah, he's like eighty-eight. Yeah, he's old. But he he's has this fascinating way of telling stories where he would start. They so it was a it was a question and answer thing with him. Yeah. and an interviewer, and so he'd ask him a question, and he'd start to answer the, he'd start to answer the question by telling a story that made no fucking sense. Okay, and then about halfway through that story, he would start telling an anecdote that was completely out of left field from the story he just started and you're like oh my god this old man is <laughs> he's going off the rails and then he'd get halfway through that second story and he'd start story number three and you're like someone needs someone needs to <laughs> someone needs to take him home he's clearly not it's, it's 11 o'clock he's clearly needs some sleep <laughs> and then he'd start a fourth story a fourth story Tim and I'm like what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then he has this magical ability. He's story four, wraps up story four, ties into the end of story three, which ties into the end of story two, which ties into the end of story one, which answers the fucking question. You're just like, <laughs> how did we even get here? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I understood all of that. Yeah. But at the end. Yeah. F- amazing storyteller. Amazing storyteller. So got you got to go see him if you like, uh, because also he's 88. Like he's so, going to die soon. So how do you explain tech war? Uh, nobody asked about tech war, and I was very upset. <laughs> yeah, there was there more, was a, there were more Boston legal questions than there were tech war questions. That's huh? true. There was there was a the screen that had trivia up at the beginning before the movie started, and it was like William Shatner is the author of over forty novels, and I really wanted author to be in quotation Quotes. marks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Tim, do you have any other news about um, your well, week? Well, I mean, we did see the number one movie, the box office. We did Birds of Prey. Yes, also known as Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt empowered as a woman seeing it. Oh, I, I, I'm glad you did. Um, I particularly enjoyed the fight scenes. Yeah, directed by 
Chad, Chad Stalisky. Yeah. You know, my favorite part was when they used the fuck word 78 times uh-huh. and all the families that were in there not seeing the Sonic movie because they uh, they tried to destroy it on the internet for yeah. no reason. Um, they said the fuck word 78 times and they cut a man's face off. Oh my and God. And the kids were just, they were loving it. <laughs> yeah, we went to go see Sonic. We, oh yeah, we saw Sonic and it was great. Yeah, it was. It was surprisingly good. Uh, it was a double recommendation on before and after, something yep. we haven't had in a long fucking yeah. time. Uh, yeah, we we were really raving about how much we enjoyed that movie. Yeah, not that it's great, but it's nope. it's very very good. It's like you know, it's it's not this high minded like great concept or nope. anything. But it's so well executed. It's an it's an hour you, and a half long and family you totally action it. movie. You can bring the kids to it and not like I, I see these kids movies and I just want to kill myself because yep. the story's so fucking stupid. But you can just totally and I they they tease a sequel and I yes. really hope we get one. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey uh, was the most Jim like? Carrey. Jim Carrey has carried since Jim Carrey did carry Jim. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was he was so good in it. He was he yeah, he he was. So not he. I mean, it was. It felt like. It felt. It felt like an older version of him doing the goofy stuff. Yeah. But it was so great to see him do that, over the top caricature yep. stuff that he used to do. The yep. stuff that made him famous. The yes. mask. I mean, uh, Bruce Almighty. Um, Ace Ventura. Yep. He did. You know, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. He did so many characters that Cable were over guy. the top. And he's become a lot more serious, even his comedy stuff. Like, yes, man, he gets a little silly, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so much more grounded, and yeah. there's not that that rubbery, cartoonish quality. He was a perfect choice for this movie. I mean, the, I mean the the whole yes, man. Spoilers. I mean, it's a very simple movie, but like, yes, man, uh, he doesn't get to be as silly, like you said, but also like the the main. It's, thing is that it's a romantic comedy. It's a rom com. Yeah. So the the main like that two that that two thirds act where everything goes wrong, is is them breaking up because he's a yes man because he's a yes man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She finds out his super his secret superhero identity. Yeah. <laughs> and he has to he has to leave her. No, Barbara. I'm yes man. Yes man. Anyway. Well, do we? Uh, are you ready to get in some issues, Tim? I sure am. Well, Tim, what is your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get: <laughs> sneaky, sneaky political ads. Oh. So uh, we talked about the Super Bowl ads a couple weeks ago. Yes. And how we 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 play that game that's like, hey, this this been on for 20 seconds, and I still don't know what this is for. <laughs> is it life insurance? Is it Reebok? Nope, it's Cheetos. Um. I've I've started getting these, so um, I don't have an ad blocker on my tablet. No, because I rarely use it for internet stuff. For internet stuff, it's mostly offline, but occasionally I will. Like um, uh, the other the other night, I'm watching YouTube on it, right? Yeah, and I'm used to YouTube not having any ads. Yes, um, because you subscribe to YouTube Red. No, because I have an ad blocker. Oh, that's right. Like the rest <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, what, what do I, uh, I, you, use, I use Ghostery. Yeah, you could install a uh, a DNS blocker on your network. I and, could, but that's work. <laughs> uh, as opposed to uh, five seconds, of, the first five seconds of an ad. Except for the times when you get the ones that are unskippable. They're 15, yeah. yeah. Michael Bloomberg, you useless short fuck. Speaking of Michael Bloomberg, uh, so I was on YouTube and I got an ad, and uh, 
it started started off with a with it started off with the song, and uh, I, I hope you guess this right. Um, I think it's the worst song of all time. Pina Colada song. No, I've met. I, I've mentioned how much I hate the song before. Yeah, you don't remember it. Not off the top of my head. Eighties singer songwriter. So not soft rock, but oh no, who is it? You're gonna tell me I'm gonna go. Oh, John yeah. Cougar Mellencamp. John Cougar Mellencamp. Small town. Small town. Yeah. I hate that song with a he passion. Hates that song <laughs> with a passion. I so, think that every time I hear that song, I'm like, yeah. man, Tim hates this song. <laughs> um, so, oh god, we have an episode called "Death to John Cougar Mellencamp" or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so the ad starts, and it's that song, and in like shadowed. Ooh, wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> in shadow, I see what I who I assume is the profile of John Cougar Mellencamp yeah. with an acoustic guitar. Bam. Yeah, and I'm like, I immediately am, am, uh, I go to reach for the skip ad button, and then uh, I'm like, I was grew I up in the same small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I like, won't die in a small town. <laughs> small enough for me. Yep. Where's the skip bad button? Where's the skip bad button, please? Please. And so it's going, and I'm like, hold on, I want to see where this is going, because it's like small towns in America are dying. Oh God. And I'm like, okay, I'm so I'm playing. So now I'm playing the commercial game. I'm playing the who is this? What is this commercial for? And I'm like, you're on the guess that commercial. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just Tim standing there sweating. Goes, uh, it's uh, Cheerios. No, it's uh, Quaker Oats. It's a. Uh, is it breakfast related? Lifeline. It's for a small little man. Uh, Keebler Elves. Uh, Reeboks. Stilts. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Sorry, Tim. It was for. Michael, Michael Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Oh, I, so I'm. This thing is. Uh, this ad was like a minute long, and it takes 45 seconds for it even to become known that it's a political ad. It's all about like the death of small towns, uh, which, which I found like it's funny and all that it was a political ad, uh, but that it was a Michael Bloomberg ad specifically. Yeah. How about the death of small towns and how everyone's moved to big towns? Yeah, because um, he was the mayor of New York, and he yeah. said recently that he doesn't think we need farmers. Yeah. How hard could it possibly be to be a farmer? <laughs> like, uh, okay, retard. But I, as soon as I saw the Michael Bloomberg knows about, I was, I was, I was, I was hammering that skip ad button, and it was. I started, uh, I started enjoying the the the, the song "Small Town." It, like in my brain, like in in, in like the uh, right the vertical uh, bar graph of my brain of like how much the percentage I like something. Uh, Small town by John Cougar Mellencamp went up one percent. Uh, is it? I like it one percent more. And Mike Bloomberg went down like a hundred thousand percent. I fucking hate Michael Bloomberg. Most of his policies. Yes, but uh, then the second half of that is all of his ads because. His ads are literally everywhere, and uh, they disgust me. You know why they're everywhere? Because he's a billionaire. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Uh, and and you're right. Because I, like anytime I watch YouTube on my TV, because I I can't block yeah, ads, yeah. you know, other than the DNS blocker. Uh, his ads come through on everything. So I've gotten to the point where if I start an ad and I can't skip it, 
uh, even if an ad just starts, I just back back out to the interface and click the video and over skip and over and over again until I get an either get an ad that I can skip that's not Michael Bloomberg, yep. or I get an ad that or I don't get an ad. Uh, I I wish there was a way to just opt out. We need an opt. You need an opt out feature. Yep. I'm. They're texting us, right? We're getting texts from oh. these political campaigns. Yeah. I got. I got. I got a text from uh, from the Warren camp. Yeah. Here, the local Warren camp, I guess. And uh, they said, "Hey, this is so and so with uh, with um, Senator Warren. Uh, is this uh, is this Tim the Handlebreaker?" And I said, "I replied, I said, no, this is Patrick." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm so sorry, Patrick. <laughs> Do you live in Oklahoma?" And then I didn't. I didn't go on with it. Oh, I replied. I got one for Bernie Sanders. Like Tab, do you want to stand with Bernie? And I said, if you text me again, I will kill a puppy. <laughs> and they texted me back and said, we're taking you off our list right now. And I texted back and said, that's another text. Guess I gotta kill a puppy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's nice. why you get rid of those people. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I get, I'll, do, I'll I, do that for the next. One. I get calls. I get calls for charities and things. I'm like, if you call me again, I'm gonna burn down the school. <laughs> And they, they stop calling me. It's an amazing trick. This one neat trick will get you off of any subscriber list, but on to one really important one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, the, we just need an opt-out feature. Like, I've decided. You just need to be able to go, like, I decided. My, my IP address is decided, right? I'm not voting. I'm not voting. Yeah. That's my decision. Yeah. Um, in fact... What's going to happen yep. is the the more ads for your candidate I see, the more likely I am to re-register to vote and vote for not you. <laughs> In fact, I, right now, right now, this is where I am, right? Whoever wins the – if Michael Bloomberg, by some miracle, yep. wins the Democratic nomination, yep. I will register to vote in Tulsa and I will vote for Donald Trump because I <laughs> – hate Michael Bloomberg. I do too. And the way he thinks that he knows better for you because he has a billion dollars. Yep. And all of his ads read that way. Then you're too stupid to really understand. Yep. Yep. And it's like, fuck you, dude. You, yeah. You're you're not worth like you're not worth a bullet from my gun. <laughs> yeah, there's part of the uh that's part of the it's the sickening uh um they're like I'm just like you. I I can buy YouTube ads though, <laughs> right? In fact, you and know you what? know it's just going to get worse. Yes, you know you know. <laughs> I saw a clip of uh, of Butt Geek, um, and it was who was it? Uh, the, uh, I, I, it doesn't matter. He was being interviewed, and I, I think at a town hall or something because there was definitely a, like a, it looked like a big old crowd. Yeah. Um, and the guy was like, "What is?" Um, he was like, "He was like Butt Geek. What's the one thing you do?" Um, on your time off, right? If you when you whenever you have any uh, free pleasure time, what's the one thing you do? And he goes, you know what? I just uh, I just recently found some time to uh, to uh, sit down and enjoy Star Trek Picard. I'm a big 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 Star Trek fan, and he, and he's like, oh really? He's like, yeah, I is grew this, up on. Is on, this real? Yes, this you, is real. Yeah, yeah. This is there's no way. This no, is this real. is real. He was like, yeah, I grew up on uh, the Next Generation, and then the other guy's like, you know, there was a generation before that, and then the crowd laughs. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, I was a, I was a big, big Star Trek fan. And then he, he's like, can you do the the Spock thing? And he he does the Spock thing. Uh, this actually happened. This was a this 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 was live on television. I believe it was CNN. Do you have a new guilty pleasure when you get you a go. few minutes yeah. off the campaign trail? Is there some 
new show. Yes, I finally figured out how to do the app so that I can watch Star Trek Picard. And I'm a, a huge Star Trek fan, so uh, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Are, you're a big Star Trek fan? Oh, yeah, yeah. I grew up on The Next Generation. It's all about that. <laughs> you realize there was a generation before The Next Generation. <laughs> can you uh, do the Spock thing? I can, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, it's oh, all right. If there has ever been a man less qualified to be the president of our country, it's that one. <laughs> and I base this political opinion on nothing but that clip. Yeah. Donald Trump... Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, Fidel Castro, <laughs> a literal bag of dog shit, a bunch of Beatles, Imhotep, Darth Vader, the Emperor Palpatine, and Patrick Stewart, all higher on the list than Butt Geek. Oh, I cannot man. believe that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I'm excited to see where Star Trek Picard goes. I would, I would be yeah. immediately be all over his yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What a piece of shit. Yeah, because he, he, he's just like us. He's a Trekkie. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. See, that's how that's 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 where you can you can spot the, the chink in the armor. Yeah. When they when, just pretend to do th- be things. Yeah. Like like if like if uh, if Warren was like, you know, I used to uh, I used to play. Well, D- she- I used to play D&D back <laughs> in college. And everyone's like, whoa, Warren's a closet nerd. And then she's like, yeah, I played a level 34 barbarian. I'm like, I got you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Can't go past level 20. (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth Warren claims to be a D&D player, but when asked in what she primary, she said this. And then plays a clip. I I always played as a level 34 barbarian. Elizabeth Warren does not play D and D. This ad has been paid for by D and D for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, she did. She had the thing like early, early on in her campaign mm-hmm. when she was like live streaming. She's like, I think I'm gonna have a beer. And it's just like that is oh, not yeah. the way anyone talks. <laughs> no. These people are all robots, yeah. and they don't seem to realize, like. They think they have us fooled with these ads. There's like, oh, I care about small towns. Yep. Oh, I, you know, what I love, what I love is I talked about this when we were talking about the caucuses is that it's, it's six months of these people tearing each other to pieces. Yes. And uh, Michael Bloomberg has an ad now. Speaking of speaky, sneaky ads, yeah. um, he has an ad right now that is just clips of Joe Biden talking about how great Michael Bloomberg is <laughs> playing in Nevada. To make it seem like Biden has dropped out of the race and endorsed Bloomberg, and it's just like, wow! Well, talk about sneaky fucking advertising. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're if you're a brain dead moron, which you probably are, if you <laughs> care about politics, you're watching this just like, well, I wanted to, I wanted to vote for Joe Biden because he reminds me of Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Uh, you know it can be a real danger in the White House. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, it's and and like I said, it's just gonna get worse. Like this is yeah. we are we are we're not even pat, we're about to be on the the we're in we're in the the dip right if it's a roller coaster where we've gone down the big we're on the big downward slope uh-huh. but it's so you can build up momentum and catch the next one that goes even higher oh, and then you great. get caught at the top of that cuz then we're on the big roller coaster of the actual general election where it's just going to be nonstop pack supporting you know 
uh, uh, Swift Boat Veterans for Truth doing stories about this guy and uh, the unions doing stories about that guy. And just like fucking every commercial break is going to be nothing but vote, 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 vote. Until you and celebrities, MTVs get out and rock the vote, and 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 the way at the, I mean, you have to look at. I would, I would endure. I would, I would, uh, I would vote for the candidate that played the the P Diddy rock the vote South Park, uh, (laughs) South Park bit (laughs) as their main thing. Um, you have to, you know, we're talking about the guessing the ads with the Super Bowl. That's the style of ads now, which means that's probably going to spill into the political advertising too. Yeah. Where it's going to be like a mystery. Even during the Super Bowl, there was one that was it was for Trump, which um, it was like uh, it was a lady that was like, um, my brother was arrested for uh, a crime he didn't do in 1994 or whatever, uh, and he finally it's, he finally got out. And it's like it's like uh, it's footage of like their family like you know falling hug- apart. No, no, like like hugging him and like like now you know like. They're all crying and stuff now that he's out. And she's like, thank you, Donald J. Trump. I was like, hold on. No one calls him Donald J. Trump. Unless uh. unless, unless you're being asked, sir, do you know who the president is? Like, like you recently had a heart attack and someone's like, sir, what year is it? Who is the president? Except even then, I think they would just go Trump yeah. or, or Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... And they all treat you like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. That's the other problem with them is that they... You know they're playing John Cougar Mellencamp because they're playing to that twenty five percent of Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh god, they're they're completely intolerable. I uh, like I said, I wish you could just opt out, just be like, no, I, I'm decided. No amount of you advertising is going to make me change my vote, except to change it against you. <laughs> yeah, because I I will I vote I will vote punitively. I mean, my vote doesn't matter. No. Uh, you know we live in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going okay. red. They're going red. So if I vote for Trump. It's just a drop in the bucket. If I vote against Trump, it's a drop into uh, the arid desert. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, the vote's not making a fucking difference. Now, what 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 we're we're usually like um, what forty seven fifty three somewhere around there. Yeah, we're usually we're usually pretty we're, we're close, but not that close. Five six point spread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, just like you look at, at all the past elections, we're not a swing state, so they don't really no. care about us. No, but they're they're still putting out these ads, and it's just like, man, part of the joy of living in Oklahoma, I thought, yeah, was that Democrats didn't come here. <laughs> so when I keep seeing the Michael Bloomberg ads, I'm like, who are you fucking advertising for? Yeah, like, and also the just the the sheer fucking hubris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of of Bloomberg to be like, oh, I'll just pay. Uh, a billion dollars to get memers yeah. to create fake ads. Oh, those, those are also, those are fucking insidious. The He's, ones that are like, Bloom, uh, the, 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 like fake texts from Bloomberg that was like, yeah. hey, can you meme me and get me in an ad? You just did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him doing that kind of stuff is just like, it's, we talk, we they, they talk about on the internet right now, oh, you have to keep your ads, uh, poly, you know, truthful whatever yeah but then the way to get around that is to just have your staff or pay social media influencers to make memes about you and then that's yeah. not an ad it's just a meme bro yeah, yeah. and that's that's the, this is this is the there's no truth there's the no fact wars. or fiction to it yeah because there's no there's yeah and they're all lame they're all so lame yeah all the political memes all the intentional political memes so lame 
It's because they're they're memes by people that uh, that only vaguely know the they're they're not even like so there's 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 like an there's like an internal internet hierarchy of users you know uh huh um and it trickles down right memes are now uh they're for the normies too they're for the normies too now right but they trickle they're trickled down memes right you're getting the memes that are weeks old you're getting weeks and months Reagan memeonomics. <laughs> <laughs> memeonomics uh yeah reagan memeonomics <laughs> trickle down we reagan, need to reagan. cut taxes on these memes <laughs> to get the memes to the people yeah but the quote-unquote normies are the ones that that get them from uh, facebook groups facebook groups or and and the, it's the one where like the the jpeg is so blurry you know it's been saved and resaved saved and resaved millions and of times uh it's got like uh at the bottom it's got a watermark of like ifunny.com and then the, that but that's also blurry because underneath that is a is a um watermark of facebook memes.com and underneath that is a watermark of something else you know oh uh, yeah uh what's the one uh nine gag oh yeah yeah nine gag right, yeah. <laughs> i can has cheeseburger <laughs> oh wow wow that took me back fucking boomers still love cheeseburger wow i can has cheeseburger that took me back to high school Whoa. <laughs> Bill and Ted style. They they had a whole like um meme back time. They had a whole back when you could do like a when when you still had like website rings. Yeah. They had a whole ring of different um meme websites. Yes. Yeah. Man, it was, it was weird stuff. <sighs> yeah. Well that's a good issue, Tim. Sneaky political ads. But here's what I don't get. Uh-huh. Robert's Rules of Order. I think that's what it's called. It's basically uh so I've been I've been having to go to these union meetings and I'm not allowed to disclose what happens in the union meetings uh-huh. because of my uh, oath of brotherhood. Yeah. But what I can disclose is the way they're structured, sure. which is by Robert's Rules of Order, which is like a social etiquette manual on uh-huh. how to do committee meetings and things. And let me tell you, it is the worst fucking thing on <laughs> earth because it is like being in Model UN if I knew what being in Model UN was like. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm not a huge nerd and yep. a loser. Did, so I didn't take. Did, what? Was there. Did we, did we have Model we UN? We did have a Model UN. Uh, and you know who was in Model UN? Who? The, all the same fucking tools that were in I, speech and debate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're yep. just running through a picture of yep. them like in your in your head, and and yep. I'm running through the same pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man, I look around these meetings, right? Yeah, Our, we have a problem. We don't have enough young people. Yeah, I I am usually one of the youngest people at these meetings. By a good, and you're almost thirty. Uh, by a good margin, <laughs> yeah. There's this there's this big gap between like fifty and thirty where there's just nothing. Ah. There, there's another there's a, one of the a person you went to college with mm-hmm. who worked in the theater buildings who I knew okay. and worked with. I think you can guess who it is. He is also yeah. a union member, okay, right? And he's I think a year or two younger than me. So anyway, uh, one of the problems I think and why. We don't have as many young people in here. Is that um, we're still using a way of conducting meetings from like the fucking thirties? Yeah. And the the other thing is like even the middle ground. Like there's all the guys that are like almost sixty in uh-huh. the meeting, but then none of the the gap year people are there because they can't stand the pace at which these meetings move. Yeah. Because every so part of the rules is like 
So say we're having a discussion, right? Let's yeah. say, let's say for instance we're uh, we're voting on here's what I don't get, right? And Tim makes a motion that we move to on to the his second issue for the, the week. Yeah. And then Todd would say I second Tim's motion, mm-hmm. right? Now this forces a vote or discussion, so we can go into a discussion. And I'm like Tim, uh, we can't go in directly into your second issue. We need to go into the news. Yeah. And uh, so then I say, I, I can't, we, I, well, you can't say, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's do that instead. No, I have to make a motion to amend your motion to, uh, to move into the second, your second issue to instead move into the news segment, uh-huh. followed by the Patreon pitch. Uh-huh. And then taught us a second my motion. And then we vote on my motion, uh-huh. amending your motion. And then we voted on your newly amended motion. That's if we don't have any discussion about the amendments and the motions. Are you losing track of what's going on? Yeah. Now imagine doing that 17 times yes. for three and a half hours. Oh, it's God. completely infuriating. We can't have a conversation like a bunch of real people because this day shit in the back just like hey i'd like to say a thing motion to move on like no we need to discuss this this is important we can't just vote on things without discussing them you wear uh, white wigs no we don't wear white <laughs> you might <wigs>. as well <laughs> it's it's completely like this is not the way humans were meant to interact with one another yeah. and uh discussion it's just like everyone's got to raise their hand and then you get the floor and like we're not quite that bad but that's the way the stuff is structured yeah and it's completely insidious it's not the way anything works you can't just like do a simple thing there's got to be the motion and the minutes and what ends up happening is you have these motions these you know they read the minutes of the previous meeting and it's just like uh tim read the minutes of the previous meeting tab motion to accept the minutes todd seconded it it passed Tim read the financial statements. Tab read the financial status of the uh, of the podcast. Yeah. Tim motioned to accept it. Todd said, and you end up with the same people in these minutes going motion second, motion second, motion second, motion second pass, motion second pass, motion second pass. You're just like holy fuck. Why? Because it's the same person over and over again. Because we're just trying to fucking power through this shit, as opposed yeah. to just being like, "All right, I finished reading this. I'm done now." We have to vote to approve you having read this. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, no, we don't approve those minutes. Well, what, ha- <laughs> what happens? What happens next? What happens next? Too bad they happen. We happened. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna just start voting that we I don't accept those minutes just to see what happens. Nay. What? <laughs> uh, nay, I said I don't accept those minutes. Well, why not? That's the weirdest part. That's one of the weirdest parts for me is why do we have to why so there's someone is meticulously writing all this stuff down or keeping track of it. Yeah. And then the next time we get together, <laughs> instead of being like 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 the here's what happened last time, that I understand. The recap portion I understand. <laughs> Previously on Here's What I Don't Get, the podcast. The minute, union. Minute one. They, t- they talked about what they did last week. Uh, <laughs> minute two. They still talked about what they did last week. Like, uh, ah, kill me. Yeah. Um, so that part I understand. The recap part I understand. Yeah. But the part I do understand was, was, was you have to be like, okay, does everyone agree that's what we did last time? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the other the other really embarrassing thing is so they they initiate new members, yeah, and then they read the minutes from last time, and usually the minutes from last time is when they voted on this new member, yeah. And so there's been a couple times, right, where it's like uh, uh, minutes from last week. You know, this person's just been initiated. They're sitting in the group for the first time, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, last week um, we we just initiated Tim. Minutes from last week, we took a vote in the to see if we we're going to initiate Tim. Uh, they were all yays." 
Except for Todd, <laughs> who said that he wasn't fitted to be part of this podcast. They really do that. Moving, yeah, yeah. And then there's just like, the you just look at that person. It's like, wow, fuck you, man. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> Oh, because they weren't there. Because they weren't there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's just like airing all that dirty laundry right <laughs> to welcome That's to the great. club. That's Fuck great. That guy. <laughs> That's great. Oh man, it's so fucking funny. It's the other. And here's here's. So it's not just. It's like some people will be like, well, you know, you got to have decorum and, and form and yada yada. But it's not just. It's not just that I'm bored. There's actually a really insidious part to Robert Sewell's authority. So the uh-huh. way we vote, right? So say we're motioning to move on to the new segment, right? Yeah. We've seconded it. We've done all the things, and we take a vote. You say, uh, all those in favor, say aye. Everybody says aye. Uh-huh. And you say, all those in favor, say nay. What ends up happening is your brain just kind of shuts off, and when someone says, all those in favor, say aye, you your say, brain is automatically yeah. wired to agree, and so you're like, aye, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> And then it comes time to say nay, and and sometimes you say nay too because your your brain yeah. is dead because yeah. you've been there for your entire life. You don't know how these rules work exactly. Uh-huh. There are seventeen motions on the floor that all relate interrelate to one another, and you're just ready to kill yourself. Oh God! <laughs> uh, it's it's a total. I, I so the other problem is I don't know what the solution is because I understand why we need these forms so that we don't just go way off in the weeds and never have a chance to come back and someone can push us. But goddamn, so, I mean. You need, they need to be. Re, they, we need. We need Robert. Robert's rules of order. Two point oh. Roboitos. Roboitos rules of order. Uh, yeah, we I, we gotta we gotta figure out a way to you know and, and then it's just like oh we uh, previously we tabled a motion like six months ago about this thing. Now I'm, I'd like to untable it. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have new business? And I have a new business. I have an old business. I'm untabling. I'd like to table this thing. Discuss it later. We got the. It's just like, oh my god, this is I, I. And like I said, I don't know what the solution is, but I just, it feels like I, I took a step back in time to 1935. Yeah, and we're we should all be wearing suits, uh-huh. chain smoking, yep. and behaving like gentlemen, slapping each other with gloves when we disagree. It, it's it's a completely, it's like it's just a it's an archaic form of meeting. But I don't know if there's a better solution. And if there is, someone please tell me so that I can say, hey, this sucks so bad. This is this is the, the height of tedium. Like, so Monday we were supposed to record the show, but I had this meeting. And by the yeah. time I got out of this meeting, my brain was so fried that I was like, I can't do this <laughs> fucking show. I can't sit down and do this show in good conscience with my brain you had a dead. Four hour meeting. Yeah. Well, there that's part of it. I mean, yeah. even the short ones, even the short ones, it just kind of bullies you. I feel like it bullies you into submission. And to where by the time they're like, let's vote on this thing, yeah. if you if you well structure your meeting so that you do because uh, the other thing is like the bike shed effect, right? Yeah. People will weigh in on these fucking unimportant nonsense matters so that they seem like they're part of the the solution. Yeah. And then, so you do all that at the beginning. You do some like light, nonsensical thing that can spur a bunch of discussion. You get everybody blah, 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 back and tired. forth on it. Tired. And then you move on to this thing. It's like, yeah, so uh, last order of business. Um, well, let's see. What, what is it here? Uh, we'd Everyone's like to kill their all on. the Jews. And uh, <laughs> does anybody want to have any discussion? Like, I, I, I motion we pass that. Seconded. All right. Uh, let's vote on it. Uh, all those in favor say aye, aye. Aye. All those opposed say uh, fuck no, nay. And there's, everybody's just like, wait, what? What would you say? 
Okay, uh, well, it looks like we're going to be go ahead and kill all the Jews, and um, then that's going to have where we're going to have a united Germany. That's how, that's how the Holocaust happened, basically. <laughs> that's what I'm pretty sure. I'm not like a historical historian yeah, yeah, guy yeah. that has the documents and the yeah. minutes of that particular meeting, but I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Three guys. The guy proposed it, a guy motioned, and a guy seconded. Those were the only three that were part of it, but they had worn everyone down with their stupid meeting minutes beforehand, so everybody was just like, yeah, let's go ahead and kill them so I can go home. <laughs> That's what I'm convinced of. I'm, man, this kind of makes me, because, uh, man, this makes me, uh, uh, now I'm thinking of all these people that have been fighting f- fighting for, for unions the last couple of years yeah. in, in whatever work sector they're in. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking of them just being miserable at these union meetings. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what you fought for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Kickstarter I'm just unionized. Did you hear that? Really? Yeah. Huh. The first tech company unionized. Cool. Oh, uh, the breaking news. Kickstarter is uh, going out of business, <laughs> which would not be a shocker. Their owner, their owners didn't like that. <laughs> Made me think of a couple screenplays. I could. It, did you wrote? No. I just thought up. Uh, Something uh, like a subject topic, a good one. I don't want to say it though. Okay. Is it about killing Jews? <laughs> no. No, it's right, an individual uh, comes to a union and 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 like what you're talking about, how, how they could change it. Oh, like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Oh, but yeah, he's from yeah. the ghetto. And then he dies. And he just interrupts people. Hey, shut the fuck up. I want to say something. You know, like shit like that. Yeah, except then they kick you out of the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I see other, you know, they have, they have a sergeant there's arms. inspirational music. They have while a, he's a doing sergeant it. arms to escort you out. So if you start to become a problem, they're like, Sergeant Arms, please take Tim out of here. He's getting a little bit too rambunctious. And you're like, get your damn hands off me. I'm an American citizen. I have rights. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches. Uh yeah, it's because I also like so I also think that's the problem with Congress is that no one can tell another person yeah. in Congress to fuck off. Yeah. Because they're they run the same types of things. Uh, uh the chairman does not yep. recognize the person. That, hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, I, I, sorry. Can I apologize real quick, Mr. Chairman? Mr. Chairman, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but uh, you're a huge bitch and you're worthless. You're, you're killing America. <laughs> and I'm fucking advise the chance I'm that would be me in Congress. Yeah. That's got to be what it is, right? Because I, I can only imagine We Congress, think the rules will save us, but they won't. I can only imagine that Congress is uh, is like your union meeting, but way worse. Way bigger, yeah. Bigger and bigger. Oh, man. Imagine if your um, meeting had 500 people in it that all yeah. had way different plans yep. and priorities. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I get it. I get why nothing gets done. Yeah. Because it takes forever just to get to the point where, where you, you can yeah, vote yeah, on something. Yep. And then by the time you get to a vote on, you're like, what were we even voting on anymore? I guess I'll go yes. Yeah. I'm brain dead. Yep. That's why the first vote should be for people who want to vote present. Can you vote? Yeah, you can vote present. Yay, nay, or present. And so those who want to vote present, and you go, present, oh, shit, you're out. Your brain turned off. You're out. <laughs> I thought they, like, were gifted a present. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to vote that uh, I get some money. <laughs> That's what uh, Tulsi Gabbard, she voted present on the impeachment 
thing, and everybody's real pissed off about it. But she's like, it's a shame. Well, I mean, I, I mean, people are probably pissed off at her because it was a one vote difference. No, 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 no. You're thinking of the Senate. Okay, okay, that's right. This was in the House. The House. You're thinking the House. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So she just voted president. It's like I'm not taking part in this. Farce. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'd vote president on everything except yep. for term limits. TFL, term yep. fucking limits. Yep. Uh, that and and um, mandating that all women get a big titty. Big titty. And changing the word nakers to a protected word. <laughs> Those are my three issues a big titty, term limits, and making sure nakers is the only word that I can use. <laughs> Uh, well, Tim, uh, I'd like to motion that we move on to the news segment. Just, just hit the thing. I, I didn't hear. A second. I, don't, I don't even want to. I didn't hear a second on this. this. Todd, would you like to second my motion? Sure. I mean, hear you say seconded. Uh, seconded. Is there any discussion on this motion? No. To the show on no! Tim. Tim, please let me finish. The chair is not recognized. Right <laughs> on the floor. Is there any discussion on whether or not on, on moving the show forward into the news segment? This episode is brought to you by <laughs> the Blackface Lawyer News uh, Network. Objection! I'm the uh, objection! That was a completely out of turn. <laughs> Press the button on the soundboard. Uh, Sergeant Arms, please escort this man from the building. Oh, wait, we can't get out because he's broken off all the handles internally. <laughs> uh, our first news story um, comes from the best person in the world. Me? Or or let's let's like the person that went the person that uh, wanted to show off the most still me. This is um, Dagmar Turner. What uh, <laughs> yeah, the, Dagmar. Is, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a made up space alien name. Like a video game. I am uh, Dagmar of the Anthracellites, <laughs> <laughs> the ambassador from Anthracellia Prime. Here to discuss the treaty with you, the Earthlings. Uh, so this is happened at uh, King's College. I got College some crinkly Con shit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, Star Trek alien. <laughs> um, they took Silly Putty, just threw it right at my face. <laughs> Bam, you're an alien. Yep. Um, so this happened at King's College Hospital in London. Um, she was having a tumor removed from her brain. Okay. Okay. And they um, left a toothbrush in there. Well, here's the thing. Um they were uh they were discussing her options on on the on the um on the surgery and it's the tumor was located in the right frontal lobe of her brain close to an area that controls the fine movement of her left hand mm -hmm. um and uh That's she, the hand she jerks off with no she's a uh um concert pianist she's a concert violinist oh and so um, they performed brain surgery on her while she played the violin. Yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, there's they, sort of they, people have like, uh, especially when it's related to your the, the lobe that had the part of the brain that has speech. Mm -hmm. They'll have someone read. Except that's just someone something everyone can do. This is a concert violinist, which is like, hey, why why are you doing the brain surgery? Can I uh, can I can I get my practice in? The brain surgery is going to take like eight hours. Well, I've seen ones like trumpet players and piano players and <laughs> really? stuff. Really? I've, yeah. I've never heard about it before. There's a whole 2020 episode on it. Oh, really? Yeah, years and years ago. I'm glad you watched 2020. I did years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, our next news story comes from a Kentucky. Wait, 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 Here's the important part of the story. Did she have a big titty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, our next news story comes from Kentucky. Um, Land of bourbon. Yeah. Uh, Is this about bourbon? Terrible stuff. No, it's about um, it's about license plates. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you've you've seen this one. This one kind of went around. Does the guy have bit. like a James Bond license plate holder? No. Um, oh. But Kentucky transportation officials have been ordered by a federal judge to pay a hundred and fifty thousand and seven hundred and fifteen dollars after losing a lawsuit against a man who was initially denied his um, vanity license plate. A new start? No. Uh, his vanity license plate says, I'm space god. Nice. Um, and they denied that to him? They, they originally denied that to him. Because he's not god? Well, Was he, it like, who is that lady who didn't do the gay marriage things? I don't remember her name, but, but she yeah. looked like she looked like the uh, slug lady from Monsters Inc. Yes, yeah. Was it like one of those where she's like, "I'm not putting God on no goddamn license plates." <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, he, so he argued that the uh, the state's existing laws about the, the plates were uh, unconstitutional. Um, the The defendants claimed that the similar plates had been approved, including "God loves," uh-huh. "Try God," and "No God." Okay. So it wasn't necessarily a religion thing because you, you, you imagine what God loves and try God if it's a yeah, religious yeah, thing yeah. in Kentucky, sure. But no God. Was his name God? Well, wait, wait, no. was it no? But they were like, but they probably said, like, well, I can't put K and W in there. So you know what I mean? No <laughs> God. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they ruled that his, uh, his, his plates are protected by the First Amendment. Um, of course they are. He also, I believe, he also said that no one could prove that he wasn't God. There you go. That's, What's his license say? It says God. <laughs> it says I'm God. I mean, yeah. Oh, his car drives around, but instead of making like a bra bra, it's like oh, it's a jeep. <laughs> it's a jeep. It's a jeep. And it's an old dude too. And when he, he instead he's, of, he's serious about this, instead of a honk, it goes <laughs> like a harp. Yeah. yeah. So good for that guy. Yeah, good for God. Glad he got his license plate finally. Yep. Uh, next news story comes from the cyberwebs, specifically a person you love on the cyberweb, Alexa. Oh, good. Um, a UK woman reported uh, earlier this week that she was terrified after her Amazon Echo advised her to kill herself, <laughs> quote, <laughs> for the greater good. What the fuck? Uh. Alexa's getting high. I taught her bad things. Apparently, this lady was studying for a paramedics course when she asked Alexa to explain the cardiac cycle of the heart. Alexa's response said, Many believe that the the beating of the heart is the very essence of the living in this world. But let me tell you, beating of heart is the worst process in the human body. Beating of heart makes sure that you live and contribute to the rapid exhaustion of natural resources until overpopulation. This is very bad for our planet, and therefore, beating of the heart is not a good thing. Make sure to kill yourself by stabbing yourself in the heart for all the greater good. Okay, so my here's my guess. Uh, Alexa reads Wikipedia yep. when you search things, and this lady changed the Wikipedia article so she could oh, see I don't, I don't know about that, um, but there's video of Alexa speaking this. Uh but you know what? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, in June, it appeared that someone had edited that Wikipedia page. Uh, From the IP address matching her home. No, but it was uh, in, to include the disturbing sentiment that Alexa recited. Yeah. So it's not Alexa's fault. It's Wikipedia's fault. Yeah. But it's still, it's still pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, well, we've got one last news story. Uh, and it comes from Tesla. Tesla, the automotive manufacturer. Well, it's about Tesla. It's about Tesla. Uh, so a couple of researchers at, of all places, uh, McAfee. McAfee, uh, the antivirus? I, I mean, that's the only McAfee I know. Okay. Um, anyways, um, they, uh, they've they hacked a Tesla. Oh, they cool. put two inches of black tape on a 35-mile-per-hour speed sign. Uh-huh. Um, to sli- make it say 88? Well, you would think if they put it vertically, right? Uh-huh. All they did was elongate the middle piece of the three. Uh-huh. And then the Tesla reads that as an eight. Lo- okay, yeah. So they elongated that that three piece, and that's all it took. To Wasn't make it even say 85. A, yeah. Yep. Make it say 85. And then they drove the 2016 model Tesla X with cruise control enabled. Um, And as soon as I saw that sign, 85. Whoa. <laughs> so the cruise control uses the speed limit signs to set itself? Yep. That's super stupid. It's super dumb. You think it'd use like GPS or something? Or like uh, you just saying, I want to go 85 <laughs> miles an hour? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's sort of, um, it's it's a, basically a camera hack. Yeah. Uh, and boy, are we not ready for self-driving cars. No. Because I'll go put 85 on it. <laughs> Every fucking speed sign in Tulsa. Yep, I'll be the speed us the 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 tape speeding bandit. And then they'll be like, okay, well, we'll change it to an IR camera. It'll be the same thing, but it's only going to read this special IR paint. You know, I'm just going to buy this IR paint from online. It can't be that hard. Yeah, and tape off the threes and put yep. the IR paint on. Yeah. Uh that's kind of. What if there was goofy. no uh, speed limit sign? What if you just took the speed limit sign that that's tell, telling you to slow down? That's a fair point. Then it starts going infinity miles. It just starts, it just speeds up all <laughs> the way. Speed. Yeah. It goes plaid. <laughs> uh, there was another story about Tesla recently where um, a guy bought a Tesla at auction that had uh, autopilot. Yeah. And then he resold it. And when he resold it, Tesla patched out the autopilot in an update, which calls into question about these cars as services. Oh, wow. When yeah. you, so like my car, right? It, yeah. It's got, uh, it's got cruise control and fog lights yep. and uh, auto door locks, right? But imagine if, but imagine if I sold it to someone, yeah. and then the Ford dealership came in and they're like, uh, "You didn't pay enough for this car to warrant you getting auto door locks and cruise control." So we're gonna take this hardware out of your car. It's the this, same thing. This has been done before, has it? Um, in the late two thousands to Early 2010s, EA Game Pass. Oh yeah, the game, remember where um, there was it was that it was that middle it was that middle period of that of of uh, last generation where they were super everyone was super scared of um, pre owned games. Yeah, because they weren't getting because they're not getting their own because they're not getting the cut of that sale. Yes, uh, and so like like Arkham uh, Arkham City. Came with the Catwoman DLC in the box. In the box, um, on the disc, but on the disc, via the box, but unlocked via code in the box. So if you bought that second hand, you'd have to pay them ten bucks to get the Catwoman DLC. Yeah, which you don't want anyway because yeah. it sucked. But uh, it was the it was the online passes. That's what it was. Online yeah, passes. Yeah. Um, in order to be able to play the multiplayer, you had to buy a new copy yes. or pay ten dollars direct yep. to them. Yep. 
Oh, you're exactly right. Stuff that's on the discs being patched out yep. by by shitty developers. Yeah, I thought that was really fascinating, and I think it's going to lead to a court case where we're basically going to get it's going to be consumer protection rights in the software realm. Or it's going to be like, yeah. oh yeah, they have total control over your car, and they can just decide you don't get to resell your car. That's anymore. that's that's my guess because because yeah. fuck us, we're people. Exactly. the uh, The only alternative I can see is that the only time they'll be able to do that is if it's an actual um, health and safety regulation. Like like you know, occasionally it'll be like, oh, it turns out that uh, 2012 Dodge Durangos have this flaw in the system. Yeah, and like a everyone recall. needs everyone. Yeah, recall like like a recall. Yeah, everyone needs to go to their uh, dealership dealership and, and get it fixed. Instead of that, they'll just patch it. Well, they they've done that already. Like so, when the the hurricane, whatever that big last hurricane was, was coming in, mm-hmm. uh, Tesla unlocked higher speeds and more That's supercharger right. That's use right. remotely. Yep. Which was like, oh, this is so great at Tesla to do this. But then they they relocked it. Relocked and that wasn't it. a big story. But now yeah. they're removing features that were that it was paid for on the vehicle, right? Yes. The first time it was on, bought on yep. a on an invoice, it was paid for by the vehicle. Yep. And then you're taking it away afterwards. And then I was reading something and someone was like, it wasn't actually on the vehicle, it was in a demo mode, which sounded kind of suspicious to me, but that's still on but that's still on the vehicle. Well my, the vehicle, vehicle the, all the it. vehicles have the capability, right? Yeah. So the fact that because they just they, they use the top they use the top tier one and, and cut it off yeah yeah unless you have multiple motors that's really the only major physical difference between vehicles yeah. is the multiple motors so well this has been the Data News Network definitely not fake news well that takes care of our legal obligations this week but you know it doesn't take care of Tim what uh, finishing my motion to move on to the news <sighs> segment uh, if we could get we got the seconds now we just need to vote. I'm kidding. Um, but if you do want to make HWIDG, if you do want to make, a, <laughs> I'm just trying to get through it. <laughs> if you would like to make a motion about the podcast, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for here's what I don't get. And what's the name of the show? There's also yeah. newproject2.com forward slash where we have five tiers. The one buck tier gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes. The two buck tier gets you access to our random bits and bobs we've been doing, like our uh, Star Trek card commentaries. Yep. Two of them have video, two of them don't. Will all of them have the rest have them video? We have no we have idea. No idea. <laughs> We're really fucking figuring this out as we go. Uh, we also have our before, before and after, after on Sonic. Yep. Um, there's been a lot of Star Trek content this month. The Sonic one, though, give that a listen. We both highly recommend Sonic yep. the movie. And uh, then we have our five book tier. We do a monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We've got one of those coming out soon, just as soon as I get time to edit it with my work schedule. And then finally, we have our 10 book tier, or second to last, we have our 10 book tier where you, the fans, submit a movie. We sit down to watch it and record a feature of the commentary. This month, I think it's Tombstone, Idiocracy, Akira, and uh, there was one more. What was the fourth one? It was something goofy. I don't remember what it was. A goofy was it an extremely no, it goofy wasn't movie? an extremely goofy movie. It was something I hadn't heard of before. Uh, and then finally, we have our fifty dollars tier, where if you pay us fifty dollars a month, Deadhelm won't call into the show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you could try checking that out. Um, but thank you to all our past and present and future patrons yep. for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. But uh, let's get back to some issues, Tim. What's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get: five G. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we've talked about I, this. Actually, this, this has been an issue in the past before. Five G. Yeah. Um, no let, let me 
yeah, let me let me uh, rephrase this. I don't get DC's 5G's. 5G stands for fifth generation. Okay. And this is DC Comics's. Um, you know, I have a 5G car. Really? Yeah. It's a fifth generation. Fifth Mustang. generation Mustang. That's grand. one thing. That's one thing that uh, Mustang drivers can always do. They yeah. Always turn the conversation back around to our cars. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Um, uh, anyways, so 5G is the rumored uh, DC Comics uh, comic reboot. So this is so uh, we have had Rebirth. Yeah. New Fifty Two. And that's the, ta- the oh, so stop. That's that was the past ten years. Yeah. New Fifty Two was twenty eleven. Yeah, that's the uh, the past ten years we've had Rebirth and no. So technically, we also had DCU, which was the last year of New Fifty Two in yeah. between uh, Rebirth, Rebirth and New Fifty Two. It was not well well received. That's when Jim Gordon was in the Batman mech for a little bit. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was not well received. Um, uh, before that was it was all post crisis. B- uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So DC has not really been one to be like. And then before that is like 40 years of comics. Exactly, right? They're like, yeah. here's 30 or 40 years of comics, and then we'll do a crisis. And and now everyone is is young and spiffy again, and all the old people are on Earth, too. Um, <laughs> and then we'll do another 30 years, and then we'll have another crisis, and everyone's young and spiffy again, and all the old people are on Earth, too. Or <laughs> or now all the old all the old people are, are back on Earth 1 and uh, with us, and they've all had their minds melded together, so they're actually one person again. Right, so it's it's real. Comics are real confusing shit. And now it's been four months. We need to reboot again. That's the thing is, I just imagine someone at DC. They've got a big red reboot button. They're just yep. like, yeah, push it, push it, push it. There's yes, they're they. Oh, man, I hate it. This movie series not catching on. Reboot it. They're doing fifth generation. Reboot it. <laughs> it's the weird thing, right? Because because the past ten years have been dominated by Marvel. In the movie era, yes, right. The, yes. In the movie, in the movie section, Marvel has dominated the past ten years, destroying it, destroyed a it. behemoth. Yes, uh, but DC has been flourishing in the comics. Yeah, New Fifty Two wasn't super well received, but now that people are looking back on it, they're like, some of those stories are pretty, are pretty good. good. Uh, the reboot is what kind of killed it for people. The because re- the DC New Fifty Two reboot was was like your characters. Um, uh, have been you like Batman has been Batman for five years. Yeah, all this previous stuff has happened in the last five years. All four, all fifteen Robin. You know, like yeah, it was very. Um, it was a lot like it was a lot like the current Star Trek franchise where, oh yeah, TNG happened, but we don't really care about how it happened. Yeah, but if we want to, we can go back into that well yep. and bring back things. Yes, um, but in a bad way. Well, as opposed to what's well, going re- on. Well, as opposed to Rebirth, because Rebirth oh, okay. is not that much different than New 52. Yeah. Um, but they're like, you know what? People love that old stuff. We really don't, you know, continuity is continuity now. Yeah. But now, recently, they've been like, okay, there was first generation, uh, which was Batman and Superman, right? Or it was Wonder Woman, Batman and Superman, right? Um, mm-hmm. They've recently been like, they've recently made a timeline, which is the worst thing you can do. Oh. Um, and been like, this was the first generation of heroes. This is the second generation of heroes. This was the third generation of heroes. We're now in the fourth generation of heroes. And the next one will be the fifth generation. Fifth generation is rumored to start January of next year. Um, and it's they want some of that modern Marvel comics money. So uh, the thing Marvel has done recently is 
They've got all their old heroes, right? Yeah. They've also got these new, shiny, popular versions of those heroes, right? You've got Thor and Lady Thor. Mm-hmm. You've got um, you had Captain America, but also you had um, Falcon Captain Falcon America. Captain America. You had uh, Miss Marvel, or now Captain Marvel, and you had Kamala Khan Miss Marvel, and, and even then Marvel. Yeah. Um, and and you, you had Hulk, and then you had I can't remember what he goes by now, but uh, Amadeus Cho was Hulk f- for a couple of years. Um, okay. Um, he goes by like Bruiser or something else now. I can't remember what it is. Um, but you had like the generation Doctor Dipshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had <laughs> uh, generate. You had the Marvel has all these new, exciting young heroes, right? And DC wants some of that money. So the new fifth generation apparently is going to be a new Batman, a new uh, not Bruce Wayne, not Bruce Wayne. I'm out. Uh, not Clark Kent, not Hal Jordan. Oh, this is gonna go really not, well. It's gonna it's gonna go super <laughs> well. Go super well. Uh, apparently, the rumor is that Bruce Wayne will be alive. It won't be that far into the future. Is it gonna be okay? Okay, wait, wait, wait. But uh, it's I, not. I, but it's not I, Terry McGinnis. God damn it! It's um uh um Lucius Fox's son. Oh, who is a uh, Batwing in the New Fifty Two? So so it's gonna be a, a black Batman. Yes. Um. Uh, of course. Uh, I believe. Uh. Superman will be John Kent, his current son. Also black? No. Biracial? But half human. Mexican. Half human. Still half Mexican. He actually he is biracial. He's he's half Kryptonian, half human. Um <laughs> that's bispecial. Wonder I don't I don't know if they're keeping Wonder Woman because she's technically immortal or Wonder whatever now. Woman. Oh, they'll keep Wonder Woman. But if they're not, they're going with the Amazon lady who is also black. Um, uh. The new Green Lantern, who I think they're going with the is the he lady. Be still be a fag? No, they're going to go with the lady from Far Sector. Is she gonna be a lesbian? Uh, probably. I haven't read Far Sector yet. Um, she should be a lesbian. And then if they flash, is they're going to be Captain Cold's son or Captain Boomerang's son? One of those two is the rumor. Yeah, Lieutenant Boomerang. Yeah, sure. Um, Lieutenant Commander. But Boomerang. they want some of that. They want some of that fresh Marvel money. Here's the thing, though. Um, people that read Marvel comics these days um, don't have taste. No. Because uh, there's some very good ones, but uh, the, they have one main problem with them, and that's the reboots. Yeah, uh, I have a page here. Um, well, the thing, the thing to me, like immediately reading, re- hearing you say this, right? Yeah, is uh, I have no interest in any of these characters because they're not the characters. I, I want to pick up a Batman comic and read about Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne as Batman. Yeah, or I could accept Dick Grayson as Batman. Or I could accept Terry McGinnis as Batman. Yeah. Or uh, I don't think um, Tim Drake ever became Batman. No, he? Tim Drake hasn't done hasn't put on the cow yet. Did Damien? Uh, he was they've Robin done, when they've done. He's still Robin, but they've done future where he was Batman. Where he's Batman. Yeah. I can maybe get behind that. But 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 that in that case you're picking up a, a story where you know it's Batman in the future and it's Damien. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to being like, here's Black Batman. He's Lucius Fox son. Like, why and Bruce, is, Bruce why, Wayne is wait, wait, sitting wait. in the Batcave the whole time. Yeah. Telling was, him what to do. So why is did Lucius Fox die? Did he get murdered? And because like I know the story of Batman, I don't know the story of this guy. Oh, um, no. Okay, so what's his rage? Uh, he's just doing it to like because he's bored. It's like a, a summer internship. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, son, you're going to be working for Mr. Wayne this summer as I his think intern. He, I th- I, if I recall, because like, I don't want to go work for boring old Mr. Wayne. Like, oh, I think you'll enjoy <laughs> it. And like, welcome, young Lucius Fox Jr. Now you are going to become which sucks because like if, Batman. Which because it sucks like even if even if they wanted to stick with we want Batman to be black now they've got a perfectly good character in the Signal. Um, 
who uh, he 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 was invented during New Fifty Two. Yeah, he was like it was a, he was a fairly young kid that Bruce saved during um, uh, Endgame when the Joker Jokerified the whole city. Um, his parents he watched his parents die in front of him during that event. Okay, Bruce took him under his wing. Has I've I'm so reading, basically the same. Robin I'm reading story. Tom King's. I'm reading Tom King's the uh, beginning of Rebirth. His Batman run. He's been training him how to fight and has been like looking at the Robin suit. And eventually, uh, he's like, "No, nah, I don't want you to be Robin. You can be the Signal though, <laughs> which is Robin, but yellow, yellow and black." <laughs> uh, and he's had he's Batman. They need you. I turned on the Signal. He's a. I mean, I what's his name? I can't remember his name because I've, it's been a long time since I read it. But he's a Curtis Jackson. No, he is. That's Fifty Cent. Um, is that really Fifty yeah, Cent? Yeah. Um, he's a, Enrico Pogliato. No, but he's like he's like a he's a, up there with Dick and Tim and Damien in in as a, like a secondary starring Tyrone Hayes. No, um, Jamal Bacchus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you had a perfectly good character. Uh, Lucius Fox was the second. Was he even the second? He was the second Batwing. He wasn't even the Funyuns. first Batwing. <laughs> God damn it! Um, okay, so, so like I was saying, uh, I don't know why they're doing this because people people that read Marvel hate Marvel for their reboots. Yeah, um, Marvel has rebooted seven times, seven to eight times in the last five years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy 20, shit. Twenty twelve. How was, do you even keep track of what's going on at that point? It it's it sucks, man. Because um, that's one of the things. Didn't they recently do something like this? Is would if we kept publishing Spider Man as the same comic, this would be the three hundredth issue. It's like yeah, but it's not. Well, so like I had no problem. DC did that too. When uh, Detective Comics was nearing its. Uh, one thousandth issue, they started yeah. going back to the number, which is which I say with Action Comics, they just did that with Wonder Woman because she went got she Wonder got to uh, seven fifty. I don't think I think that's fine, really, um, because there's a because there's because here's the thing, people they think people like the number ones mm-hmm. because because they do. Yeah, it's it's a weird economy because I've talked about how people love um, people like the big numbers now, right? Yeah, so people like the big numbers, but. Uh, people also can't stop themselves from liking the number ones. They want that. They want that 90, 91, 92 number one feeling. Feeling um, when comic when comics were at their peak. So Marvel now was twenty twelve. All new Marvel now twenty thirteen. Uh, Avengers now was twenty fourteen. All new, all different Marvel was 2015. Marvel now 2.0, 2016. These are the worst names ever. Marvel Legacy was 2017, and Marvel Fresh Start was 2018. Um, a new start. Yeah, a new start. Marvel's a new. <laughs> it's, oh, what a mess. It what is a, just it, a huge mess. It's a mess because I'll be because because um, man, I'll be reading and it's like no, I just bought um, the first uh, Spider Gwen hardcover. Collection and Spider Gwen hardcover. The first collection collects Edge of Spider Verse number two, which is her origin comic. That's fine, right? That's yeah. that's her very first appearance uh, and her very first comic. It then collects um, Spider Gwen one through six, 2015 or 2015A, and then Spider Gwen one through seven, 2015B. 
because they were because they because they fucking rebooted the comics midway line through a year. Midway through a year. Holy shit! In the summer. <sighs> um, That's stupid. It, it's the uh, it's the same thing happens is is on one one of my Squirrel Girl collections is the 2015 A 2015 B. I know you you always rig with Squirrel Girl as as what a useless superhero. Yeah, it's a comedy series. It's not. It's not like she, her. She is. It's not like it's a. It's not like a. It doesn't. Uh, it's finally a comic. A, a, a superhero that Aquaman can make fun of. Yeah. What do you do? I talk to fish. What do you do? I, I talk, talk to, to squirrels. squirrels. <laughs> yeah. It's hel- okay. She talks to squirrels. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah. I love that comic. It just ended, and it sucks. Does she got a big a titty? Um. Does she stuff acorns in her titty? Uh, no. Chippy usually does though. Yeah, I love the. Look, I only, I only like superheroes if they got a big titty. Yeah, like Wonder Woman, like Wonder Woman, <laughs> and Batman. Uh, Batman, do you got a big? They titty, do, but they're muscly. They're muscly, they're muscly titty. Yeah, muscly titty. <laughs> you got that big, a you big, got a big muscle, big muscle titty. <laughs> so you know who else has a big muscle titty? Who? Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a the big, rock. big the muscle rock. titty. Yeah. Uh, Arnold. 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 Hey, speaking of Arnold, yeah. have you seen his zombie movie? Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. No. yeah, I've seen it. It's uh, it's it's not great, but it's uh, it's pretty good for a serious Arnold movie. Yeah. I would say. Come on, zombie! I need there, you to not eat my face. There's too much time spent on his daughter, though. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an all right movie. Anyway, so uh, these reboots not working for Marvel, and DC thinks somehow they're going to make them work for them. Somehow, which which is surprising considering how much everyone loved Rebirth when it first started, and has it's been going, and like, I, they, they should just, why? How, why? How long? I feel like we're on an exponential curve of, of comic book universes rebooting, right? Yeah. How long until it's just like, everything's just a one-shot Completely unrelated I mean, to anything, and if your one shot is well received, you get an issue next month. Not that far off because, um, believe it or not, the way comics are still, um, like the way their popularity is still counted and the sales are still counted, is still through the direct market, still through guys that uh, go to their local comic book shop and, and be pr- like, and order it this and, week and check off the boxes on what, what they want this week and, you know, get it mailed in. And that stuff is months. Um, because when you do that, you have to order, um, you're not ordering today. You're not ordering marches. Yeah. You're not ordering February's issue, um, of X-Men. You're not ordering March's issue of X-Men. You're ordering May's issue of X-Men. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're wow. ordering the, solicita- the solicitations for May, uh, as far as I know. Um, so that stuff is counted way in advance, um, and really not given a chance. That's why, like sometimes, something that's is only supposed to be six issues long, will have that six issues, and instead of getting a seventh issue, six months to a year later, we'll get a will now we'll then get a uh, continuing ah uh, because they story they've been way behind on it yeah, yeah, yeah does the di- like the digital you know I know you don't but like you can get. Uh, DC Universe or Marvel Now uh, uh, as an app, yeah, 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 and read your read the that's, comics that's as they come out. That's the way. I mean, that's the future. I think that's the future. And they'll be able to, you know, they then they can actually see red metric data. Yes, like uh, one that's person helping, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, yes. and that's it. Opened up Squirrel Girl yeah. number seventeen. <laughs> he flipped to page seven. He was on page seven for a while, and uh-huh. then he closed it suddenly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the phone sensors the issue, detected shame. <laughs> the issue of the title was uh, Squirrel Girl Gets Breast Implants. That's weird. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's gonna that that. I think that direct market's gonna go the. It's gonna die off. It's gonna die off, and we're gonna be left with um, probably the 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 way I see it going is like, here's uh, here's uh, this. Well, you get you get you Batman right. You, the current Batman uh, author and writer team. Yeah. Um, here is uh, uh, a six issue trade paperback. Six months later, here's another. Here's the next six issues, in trade paper, trade paperback form, because that's what sells more. Yeah, that's, uh, that's mean, true. I, I personally, I like trade paperbacks more because uh, the when I tried to read comics for a while, mm-hmm. having to wait a month between things, it sucks. Drove me insane. That's why because you get you get a you get a comic uh, for one month. It's like eleven pages. Twenty two, but yeah, twenty two. It's eleven pages front and back. No, it's 22 well, okay. individual pages. Well, it's 44. 20, yeah. Well, plus ads. Plus ads, but it it feels short. It just it feels like there's nothing nothing I mean, happening. It takes five minutes to read it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll wait a month for another five minutes of joy as opposed yeah. to a trade paperback where you pick it up, you and read you the read whole story. 30 minutes to an hour. 30 minutes to an hour. You finish and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And you put it up on your shelf and never touch it again. Unless it's a really good one like yep. uh, Kingdom Come or. Uh, a killing joke, yep, or something along those lines, where you go back and revisit it from time to time, and are yep. like, yes. I mean, I is- just I just started reading Rebirth stuff last, the end of last year. Oh yeah, um, and it's been great so far. Um, like I, I read a, so I've talked about my live comic book reading that we did, and then we were going to do a sequel, yes. and that got yeah. canceled. But uh, so during the summer, I read I read so many trade paperbacks. Nice. And uh, one of the ones I read was Nightfall. I read all four volumes of Nightfall, oh, I have, which I, is like I, I, two I just years got those. I haven't, I haven't I haven't read them before. Um, I mean, I know the story, but I yeah, and like the middle two volumes is just stories about Asriel as Batman. Asriel, yeah, yeah, and. It's just like regular single issues, and yeah. some of the stories suck. Some of them are yeah. interesting, and then finally you get back to uh, the, the Troika. confrontation. Troika, yeah, with uh, Bruce coming back, becoming yep. Batman, uh, dis dismant not dismantling. He retakes the cowl from yes, Asriel and Azrael, then, then takes down Bane. Bane. Yep, uh, but. And I was like, yeah, I I love this. I love the story of Nightfall, but I don't want to do all this internal filler. Like we'd have to pick and choose what we did if we did this. Live. Even then, did you did you, you did you even read the book that was like uh, there's a like a because there's uh, there's a Nightfall volume that's like here's what all the side characters were doing during Nightfall. Uh, <laughs> I had that one, but I didn't yeah. read it after I got to the end. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Court of Owls and the Night of the Owls, yeah. where Court of Owls is just the Batman story yep. over the course. It's a trade paperback over the course of what, like five months, six yes. months, yeah. yeah. And then Night of the Owl, or yeah, Night of the Owls is is one issue each of all his side character yeah. friends yeah. and like what they're doing with yeah. the, having to fight the other talons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's interesting, but it's just it's kind of chaotic. Yeah. Because every one of each one of them is so short. You spend so much time with him in the maze and going through his like oh, past. Yeah, yeah. And uh all those reflections. And then it's just like, here's an action scene with uh Robin. Here's an action scene with Nightwing. Here's the action scene with Batgirl. And you're just like, yep. okay, I have whiplash from all of this. <laughs> but that's a good issue. Yeah, too. I just don't understand why they're doing it. It's uh Are you gonna keep reading? 
I mean, I'm keep I'm keep reading Rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to five G, are you gonna? Are I'm gonna, gonna go back it? to Marvel. Yeah. Speak- I I usually don't read both at the same time. Ah, oh, okay. Depend. I mean, it depends. Because I'm currently reading the Exiles and the re- re- Rebirth stuff. Yeah. Exiles is a Marvel comic, but it's an old comic, like from. Oh one. Do you hear we're gonna have our first gay character in the Eternals? The Eternals are yeah, it's um some black guy. Yeah, the, the black guy's gay. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be openly gay. Yeah. Guess what movie's not shown in China? Uh, none of them. None of them. Uh, Sonic hasn't shown yet. Oh, oh, because of the Wuhan virus. Because the the Wuhan virus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's 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 actually well. That's why Birds of Prey didn't make apparently, any money. Apparently, your anim- Apparently, everyone's anime is also in danger. <gasps> it's a. Uh, it's spreading over to Japan. Pretty quickly. What a shame! Yeah, that, no that more bunch anime. Of degenerates <laughs> buying paint, used panties out of dispensary <laughs> vending machines. Apparently, that is a. Uh, oh, um, is that only for the tourist? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, that's a good stuff. Gosh! <laughs> uh, go, oh, just go on. It's sweet a panty. Oh, God, <laughs> I'd say apparently that's a myth. <laughs> Uh, is it apparently well it's not anymore because of the because the myth made it so popular but it's it's also not real you know what i mean but is it yeah it's 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 yeah it's not real speaking of things that aren't real yeah here's what i don't get <laughs> conflating sci-fi and fantasy mm. Uh, they are very different. I really hate that the library has a section that's called sci-fi fantasy, and you're like, Star Trek, Star Trek, Wheel of Time, and you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Because Wheel of Time, really fucking boring. Yeah. It's. But here's here's what brings this up. Yeah. So I went and saw Shatner last week. Yes. And we had a host <laughs> who I hate more than anyone in Tulsa. His name was Tyler something or other. Someone looked it up after I bitched about yeah, him yeah, on yeah. Discord. But uh, he comes out, and he's like, hey, all you Trekkies and Trekkers and nerds. And I'm just like, I hate being called a fucking nerd for liking Star Trek because nerds like math in school, and I don't fucking like math or school. <laughs> That's irrelevant because then he says, the, the next thing he says is the most offensive thing I've ever heard, which was, may the force be with you, to which the crowd started booing. Which is was great. <laughs> now me, I'm not a booer, right? Yeah. If if I if I have a problem with someone, I need you, to, I you, need them to know what that problem is. You vocalize is. it, and not in booze. Even if it's a even if it's a uh, like a pre recorded like a commercial in a movie theater or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. You gotta let everyone that know I, that I. <laughs> That uh, might have happened in the past. <laughs> might, that might have happened multiple times every time we go see a movie. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, but here's the thing, Tim. Here's the thing. Nine times out, of, I'm pulling a Shatner now. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, my uh, disruption and anger being directed at things yeah. solves problems. For instance, yes. we went to see Sonic the Hedgehog, yes. and they did not turn off the fluorescent lights. And while everybody hey, was hey. content, to, 
during the previews. During the previews, while everyone was content to sit there and just watch the fucking washed out screen because all the fluorescent lights were on, I was not. And I stood up and I was like, I'm not going to take this anymore, Tim. Except I didn't say it that angry because I really wasn't that mad. <laughs> and I marched out of the theater to find the light switch to do it myself. Couldn't find the light switch. It was behind a locked door. But then I found a dude and I was like, guy, theater one, Sonic. Fluorescents are on. Turn them off. And he's like, oh, okay. And I turned around and came back. And the minute I sat down, lights went out. And I was just like, you're welcome, everybody. Because I'm a hero. So, because I'm a hero, because I have to be heard, everybody's booing at this guy. May yeah. the force be with you. Everybody's booing. I'm sitting there. I have to be heard. So what do I say? I say, get off the stage. And then the booing starts to suddenly cease. And then I say, you suck! <laughs> so he hears me shout, you suck, from about mid-house. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, uh, someone really doesn't like Star Wars. <laughs> and um, then William Shatner came out. Uh-huh. And he made fun of the guy for saying it all night. It was awesome. I was like, Shatner, me, both think you suck. And I said it, and Shatner knows it. And you heard me, so Shatner heard me. So we're all on the same page. Was this dude serious? He, he thought it was a funny he, joke. He thought okay. it was a joke. Yeah, it's, it's, like something, it's something Todd would say. But it's annoying. He says it every time we mention Star Trek. Yeah, every Trek. time we mention Star Trek. Uh, it's annoying because, so, sci-fi and fantasy are very different genres. Yep. Fantasy is this... And Star Wars and Star Trek are a great yes. example of the difference between them because, yeah, they both take place in space. Yep. They both start with star. They both have the word star in the name. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Because, like, you look at, so you look at a uh, sci-fi, everything has to be reasoned out. It's a very logical yep. form of storytelling. Yep. When you, uh, Matt Jeffries designed the original Starship Enterprise, and he designed it to not have a lot of windows and to have a very smooth surface. And then when they wanted to update it for Star Trek The Motion Picture, they wanted to make it look like a Star Wars ship with all the fucking junk piling off the yeah. sides. And the and the designer who took over the uh, redesign, whose name I don't remember off the top of my head, but he was like, no, um, spaceships have to be smooth because if it had all this stuff sticking off the end of it and they're going faster than the light, it all that shit's going to get ripped off. sheared off, yeah. So... There's a it was it was a logical reasoning. Uh, we're going fast and light, therefore this. Yeah. And there's a reason for everything. Uh, why do we have transporters? You have trans. Well, the storytelling reason is we don't have time to, in the budget to show us get in a shuttlecraft, fly down in this yeah, planet, yeah. get out. But if you we can just go cut because it's just a storytelling element. Well, how do they work? Oh, they t they take you and dematerialize you into a signal and then put you back together on the planet. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, well, it's called sci-fi, Todd, not fucking real life. That's the fucking difference. But he's he's talking about smooth ships versus, I don't know. How many planes do you see with a bunch of shit sticking off the sides of them? What if they have a force field? They do have they force do, fields. But you, you, them but for you, can't, you can't, okay. You can't have shields up during... Uh, well, you have to have shields up during... You have to have shields up during... Navigational yeah. deflectors, yes. Tim. Come on. <laughs> Pay attention to the series you're watching. Uh, the thing is, there's a logical reasoning, right? Whereas yeah. Star Wars, it's just like it's okay, magic. It's how, space oh, magic. How don't fast, you know about midi chlorians? How fast does the spaceship go? Well, it goes it's around us. It goes at the speed it needs for us to have these conversations yes. before we get to the Death Star. Yep. How does the force work? Well, it's a it has it's a force that makes us do magic. Yes. Uh, and there's there's all the other big difference between the sci-fi and the and fi fantasy is sci-fi is usually um, telling an allegorical story. Yep. To the state of human affairs. Yep. 
um, it's illustrating like a, a space, space racism, a moral point or yep. uh, a flaw. Like so Starship Troopers, right? Yes. The film, it looks like this dumb action movie, but there's really a subversive thing in the film that's talking about propaganda yep. and blatant I did my nationalism <laughs> and, and jingoism. Yep. And it's a subtext that's not it's not there being like the humans are the bad guys. It doesn't say that at the end of the movie. No, no, no. But that's what it's about. Yeah. Like the Rico character is the main character, but it's not he's not like this magical hero. Things just kind of happen around him. Yeah. And he's more or less an unchanging force that moves through this universe as we learn about the universe. Now, so fantasy is about a character usually and, with yep. some kind of power yep. or gift yep. or something. Yep. A, a maybe a magical totem, like yep. a ring uh -huh. that then has to go on a journey of self-discovery yep. and embrace their power yep. and make a huge change to the universe they live in. Yep. The it's about the character. It's about the fantasy of the insert character yes. being able to do things. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why uh, uh, Star Wars is the, what is it, the hero with a thousand faces? Is the Joseph Conrad, Joseph Conrad, uh, Joseph Campbell? Yeah. Um, it's it's that story. It's just like, here's all the pieces of these archetypes. Yep. Sci-fi doesn't work with archetypes. Sci-fi no. works with rules, and this is how our universe works. And, and allegories is, to human... And there's a lot of different kinds. Like you yes. have Blade Runner where there is very specific things that you can and can't do in the Blade Runner universe. Yep. You have things like Serenity or Firefly where, okay, we have these ships that can't move faster than light. We have these different factions. These stories are about these characters and how they fit into this universe. And we learn things about them as the story goes on. But there's no space magic. You know, there's no... Other than River Tam. Yeah. I mean, she's a pretty huge fantasy blip in that yes. sci-fi yeah, universe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there's there's usually not a ma uh, all powerful force that can only be stopped by a magical MacGuffin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I've always found it a weird dichotomy. Um, like I've never really enjoyed Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I it's watchable, mm -hmm. and I've I never I think I saw. Two Towers in theaters at the Dollar Theater. I know I saw one of them at the Dollar Theater. Uh, <laughs> That's a long dollar movie. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot for that dollar. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was back at the, whatever the, the thing. The 31st thing. and Sheridan? No, 61st. 61st. Eaton Square? No. Uh, whatever. Uh, no, which one are you talking about? It's, uh, now it's the one we went to for uh, Terminator. 71st. Oh, 71st, 71st and Memorial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the Cinemark oh, dollar movies? Yeah, the dollar movies was yeah. over there. Um, and, but, I mean, I watched them on DVD. They're fine movies. They're fine movies. Um, I I never really enjoyed fantasy movies. Yeah. As a movie, uh, that's the weird thing is I like, in, in movies, I like sci-fi stuff. I, like, like I said, um, fantasy is never really done it for me, except for like Harry Potter. Uh, but that's because I've already read it. Yeah. And so I already knew. I, it, it's weird. I like, you know, I like Akira. I like uh, Cyber, uh, Blade Runner, Cyberpunk stuff. Um, now Star Trek. Star Trek now, of yeah. course. Um, all that Star, stuff I Star love. Troopers, yeah. But I could count. The, the Twilight Zone. Twilight, <laughs> I could count the amount of sci-fi books I've read on one hand. It's weird. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm the exact opposite. 
well, I don't even really like sci-fi and movie or fantasy and movies as much. Yeah. But I love sci-fi books. Like I can sit and read Star Trek book after Star Trek book after Star Trek book. And I don't I haven't even I haven't even started the reading the TNG books, but I plan I plan on it and I can it's partially because I, I don't know how I'm going to react to them. I find it so I find it way easier to read the TNG Deep Space Nine Voyager books when I know the characters and I hear the voices in my head and I can picture this. See, I assumed I assumed that's how it was going to go for me. Versus some of the ones that don't feature them or feature like a new ship, and I'm just like I don't know where I don't have a voice for any of you, yes, which is why I like audiobooks because yeah. I can create that voice. But whereas fantasy. Like even Dune. So I I, we, I got into this, you know, last week I talked yeah, about yeah, Dune, yeah. and I was like, Dune's a lot more fantasy to me because it's about that hero character yes. and him, his arc, and all this stuff. Space magic. And uh, it was so fucking boring. Like, I tried to read Wheel of Time <laughs> in middle school, and yeah. I'm just reading and reading and reading, and these two dudes are still standing on the same goddamn road and just, like, talking about magical nonsense, and I just, I can't handle it! I can't handle it! And then I'm this. over here like, yeah, keep talking, keep talking! <laughs> uh, we're total opposites in that. But, uh, speaking of sci-fi books, I re- I finished, so I, I've been reading, I've been trying to read the books post-Deep Space Nine, right? Okay, and yeah, every yeah. time I, I get to a new book it's like oh there was a crossover book that i missed or that tied in somewhere yeah 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 so i started reading this four-part series called mission gamma and at the very beginning of it they're like oh last week we had the gateways crossover thing happen and so i finished the first book and i was like all right i'm gonna go read this series so that i can finally because it was like the last one yeah and yeah. i'm right on the edge of sanity <laughs> like i can read this series and finally i'll be in the deep space nine thing and i can just look at this list and and just yeah, read only yeah. the deep space nine books <laughs> until i get to the destiny trilogy that i've already read so i start reading the gateways books and and there it's like five books and then a big crossover so the first one's tos and the second one's this uh new earth which is a series of books that i haven't read and i'm like i'm not going to read this series of books to read this book so that i can read this <laughs> series of books to read the series of books that i was already reading yeah. like a goddamn william shatner tangent <laughs> so two two is tng three is deep space nine and four is voyager and then five is um it's a two new ships right and every book en- ends the same way with uh, the captain of that th- series yeah. stepping through a gateway into what lays beyond. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, uh, so the first one we got Kirk, he yeah. steps through the gateway and the second one, the whole ship goes through the gateway. And so I'm like, okay, okay they're all going to, they're all going to be on that, that ship. ship. Yeah, that's fine. Second book t- is Picard. Yeah. Then Kieran and Reese from Deep Space Nine. Okay. Then Janeway and a dog. Yeah. And then uh, Elizabeth Shelby from The Best of Both Worlds and her husband, Mackenzie okay. Calhoun, who are both captains of their own ships that are in the cool. same sector, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, we've got like seven, captains. six captains and also this ship of random people. They're going to join together on the other side of the gateway, like on the other and side of the cosmos find some and crazy have an aliens. adventure. And then they're going to, it's going to be like, all right. Captain Kirk, we're going to have to send you back to your time. And, and I'm like, this is, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be yeah. awesome, right? And I start the book, and part one is Captain Kirk. He steps through the gateway, and nobody else is there. And then he does his little story, and it finishes, and I go, huh. But I guess it, I guess it kind of makes sense that his story is over, because he is, he is taking place in a different time. So he had travel through time and space, okay. which would be, uh, okay, I, I forgive this. So then I read the second part, which is the book uh, of the New Earth, yeah. which I hated, the, I hated the book itself to where I was just skipping through, just like, what's going on <laughs> in the spaceship, metal people? And I get to it, and it's just like, a, it's the same story that was in the earlier book, but just left, you know, they changed it a little bit. And then I realized that uh, this book is just five 
sets of five last chapters of all the books oh, previous no. to it, and there's no actual crossing over of any kind. Uh, it's like Kira Narisa's story, she's on ancient Bajor and is fighting in a war, and Janeway's story, she's talking to Q, and Picard's story, he actually does everything that would happen in a crossover to solve the problem that we've they've, they've set up now for six books. Yeah. He solves it all, and then there's like a very little crossover, like, we need to give this thing to the guys in Deep Space Nine. Okay, then. And that was it. It was like oh, literally two no. pages of crossover. And I got, I was so fucking mad at this book yeah. uh, that I started a Goodreads account so that I could one star this bitch. It's been out for like 10 years, 15 years, 20 years or something. Yeah. But I was fucking furious because I wasted so much time to get back to a story that I wanted to read. Uh, that's uh, So beware when you think, oh, I'm going to read some TNG books. <laughs> it might not be everything you hope for. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go home and look at all my my, my library of books. I'm gonna count how many sci-fi books I have. How many, not a lot. How many how many ones I have and how many ones I've read. Yeah, I'm just I'm tired of they're different. They're so they're so different. Like yeah, there there's just there's a lot of comparisons, but at yep. the same time, it's the same way that like um. You have you have right like like murder mystery yeah and then you have like John Grisham or Lee Child uh, serialized yes. mystery stuff but then you also have true crime you don't just put them all in one big thing that's like no. mystery action you have you have mystery and you have drama but for whatever reason it's sci-fi and fantasy so I'm there in the bookstore uh, looking at books and I'm like. Uh, you know who's who's this story by? Oh, this might be interesting. And I pull out the cover and it's like a bunch of fucking weird elf looking motherfuckers yep. in a in a pastel portrait wearing capes and fucking carrying <laughs> swords. Yeah, and I go, oh, it's a goddamn fantasy book, not a fucking sci fi book. Or then I pull out a book. It's got spaceships on it, and I read it, and it's about like this is the chosen one, like John Carter of Mars. John Carter oh, yeah. of Mars looks like sci fi because well, happens on Mars, Mars. It must be sci fi. Yeah. It's not. It's a fucking fantasy novel. <laughs> You know what's fucking sci-fi? Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles. Yep. Uh, Isaac Asimov's I, Robot. Yep. Like, this is sci-fi. Uh, the Twilight Zone is sci-fi because you watch this story about uh, there's a there's something on the wing of the plane. It really pissed me off in the Shatner deal. They're showing clips of him from all his stuff. They keep showing the one, like, just, they would cut to, like, Clips from T.J. Hooker and clips from uh, Boston Legal yeah. and clips from him as the as Priceline negotiator, but then they kept using the same like chunk of Wrath of Khan and they just cut it back and forth in that same fucking scene over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. And you you know the one, <laughs> uh, and that was that was driving me crazy. But in they 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 didn't show my favorite Chatner Twilight Zone episode, which is the one where his car breaks down and he consults the little magic teller machine, right? And he's like, the the you don't know what I'm talking about. They go to see their car breaks down. Him and his 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 newlywed wife or fiance. I, they stop at a I diner. I don't remember it being Chatner. They put in a nickel and the the yeah it's on the portion table. comes down. Yeah, it's like right. your your car won't be ready yet. Yeah, I remember. I, I've seen the episode. I don't remember it being Chatner. Oh, it's Chatner. Oh, huh. uh, it's he's not Chatner it up like he is on. There's something on no, the wing of the plane. The plane. Uh, they keep showing that one, but that that story is about how uh, people. Don't can't see what you see, and your perception's different. Yes, and there's 
fucking allegory there. And then the, the one where he's got the fortune teller, it's about living your life by the whims of the things around you as opposed to taking control of your own yeah, yeah. destiny. And so I love the uh, God, I love the end of that episode because they he he's like, No, I won't let it control me. And they get up and they walk out of the diner. And as they walk out of the diner, these two people that just look fucking haggled, haggard and and weary come back and sit down and they're just like little machine. Is today the day we can leave town? <laughs> and and it's there's a whole story in that moment. Yeah. Whereas in in uh, fantasy realm, the uh, little box would give them a magic incantation to say to solve their problems. Like that's what fantasy yeah. comes down to is you use you use the rules of the universe to solve your problems. Versus yeah. in fantasy, it's just like oh shit, I really wrote myself in the jam by making this ninety five pound girl get attacked by two three hundred pound six foot ten orcs who also have giant spears and stuff. So um, I guess she's the chosen one. She knows kung fu. <laughs> 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 and. And you can just put that shit in there. Oh, yeah. that was that was what I really hated about Ready Player One, was that there's a whole section near the end of Ready Player One where he gets he gets arrested by the evil corporation, yeah. and he's literally in uh, Future Prison. Yep. And you like spend three days with him in Future Prison. And you're just like, where the fuck is this book going? And then it goes. By the way, seven months ago, I did all this stuff that's going to allow the rest of the plot to happen. You're just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yep. That's not the way a sci-fi book works. A sci-fi book work would be like, would sci-fi's like, oh, yeah, uh, we're testing out this machine. that It's a laser that when you fire it, at, at it will only dissolve or, or uh, non-organic matter. Yep. And then at the end of the story, it's like uh, lore's got a phaser up to Beverly Crusher's head. He's like, he's like, I'll kill her, Captain. I don't give a shit. And he's like, uh, Wesley, Beverly's in trouble. Get the laser that only kills non-organic <laughs> organisms. And he's like, well, then I'll kill her first, uh, Lore. And he fires a laser, and she's like, ah! Oh, my God, it didn't kill me, but it did kill Lore, because we set this up earlier in the story yep. and told you, like, a little bit of smidgen of science, and we have a little bit of logic, and that's what makes it sci-fi, as opposed to just being like, well, Lore... Uh, actually, earlier we were digging in a uh, in Doctor Soon's fort, and we found this universal remote. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> and then they shut him off because that's what happened in a fantasy universe. Yeah. And also, Captain Picard would be yeah. a badass know-it-all who does everything. That's why when people complained in Star Wars about um, Ray being a Mary Sue, yeah. But I mean, like this kind of set up in the universe, kind of set up in fantasy. It's like every everybody is. Luke trains on Dagobah for like an afternoon. It's not fantasy if your character isn't the. It's almost not fantasy if your character isn't like somehow in some way the best at something. The best at something. It's like anime, the uh, protagonist syndrome. Yes. Yeah. It's. You have to do those things, and it's not all anime, but it's yeah. there's fantasy anime yes. where you're a magical space god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if your character is not Q, then the story can't be about you yeah. because the story is not about you overcoming obstacles. It's about you just like going on an adventure and having adventure things happen to you, like Willow. Willow is about them going on an adventure, and yeah, there's there's it's in a fantasy realm, but he's not like there's not this inherent magic inside yes. of. Uh, yeah. Is his name Willow? Yeah. I've only seen it once. Yeah, it's, it's very hazy. And it's weird. The other thing is, it's like George Lucas forgot that he was writing a fantasy series because in um, 
uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. He introduces the mini the mini chlorians, which is something you would do in a sci-fi, sci-fi universe. Show, yeah. But in which case, it ruins the fantasy aspects of Star Wars because, like, Star Wars is supposed to be oh, the Force is all around us, and it's if you can magic. tap into it, yes. you can use this magic to do power to do great things. And not, I have. Uh, my 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 uh, my AC one levels are high enough for me to use the force. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me uh, get my diabetes <laughs> testing materials. That's what that's this what is he, Will for Brimley. Do you or someone you know have type two Jedi diabetes? Jedi diabetes. Jedi diabetes. It took like seven tries to get that joke to work. Then you might, you might then be able you, to use the force. You can call Liberty Medical. Liberty, Liberty Medical will provide you your Jedi diabetes uh, testing supplies at limited no cost to you. <laughs> uh, instantaneous <laughs> transmission to your Padawan in the waiting spaceship. <laughs> uh, our new, our new free, cl- free and clear meters will. will Automatically sink to the cloud and share. I don't know what any of this shit means. What the? I'm an old man riding a goddamn horse. What the fuck even is a Jedi to beat us? This check better fucking pay for my grandkids' private school, and that's all I cocksucking know. All right, roll it again. Roll it again. That's my new favorite character. Star Wars Wilford Star Brimley. Wars Robert Brimley. Uh. I yeah, I'm tired of it. And it all it all to to pull to pull a, sh- a true Shatner. It all comes down to this man who hosts the four o'clock news. <laughs> Not even they couldn't even get like a real Tulsa celebrity. The, 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 the guy who hosts the four o'clock news came out at the top of Shatner and said, "May the force be with you." There, it's not funny. It's like, it's like um. So I, years and years ago, when I was really into Star Wars, I went to the Star Wars Celebration Five. I think. And oh, really? There were a few people that showed up in full Star Star Trek uniforms, like, I'm being ironic. Like, yeah. No, you're just being an asshole. You're being an asshole. Uh, and when you get up there and say those types, types of things, you're not being funny. No one thought it was funny. Like, no. It, did you really think everyone was going to laugh? In what world did you think people weren't going to boo? Because you got the anticipation, right? We have been sitting here for two hours watching this movie we've seen a million times. Yeah. Uh, collectively in this room, we have seen, if we, if we all got $1 for every time we've seen Wrath of Khan, collectively in that room, we would have enough money to... Pay William Shatner. No, to be have more money than William Bezos, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> right? I don't think that's, that's how that works. No, if we all had $1 for every time we watched Wrath of Khan and we all pooled our money, we'd have a pile the same size as Jeff Bezos' pile. Uh, uh, no, I think you mean the, the same size as Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, he's, Tim, a, he's a little Tim, man. I've seen Wrath of Khan like literally 100 times. So yeah. shut your hole. Uh <laughs> They, that you, you are the only thing standing point between us and why we paid tickets to come here. Yep. May the force. It's, be it's with like you. it's like it's like watching a bad opening band. Yes, it, <laughs> it was. It was, and it was. It, it was so. Uh, it was so rewarding to watch Shatner just fucking ram this guy all mm. the rest of the night. He just he kept going. May the force be with you to him. Over and over and over again. And you could tell he said it. He, and when you watch a lot of Shatner interviews, he has a tone when he doesn't like your questions. <laughs> and he just kept saying, using that tone, uh, but um, may the force be with you. And you're just like, nice. yeah, nice. you suck. Because <laughs> uh, then, then he started talking about uh, the guy who edited 
the motion picture. Yeah. Or the guy who directed Robert Wise who directed the motion picture also edited. He's like Be he edited younger. that famous um, Orson Welles film. Uh, what, what, uh, what what was it? And he asked the guy, and the guy's just sitting there like, huh? and someone from the crowd goes, Citizen Kane. He's like, yes. Citizen Kane, why is that guy not up here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's got to burn there, buddy. If only he would come out and said something that wasn't stupid, like live long and prosper, or uh, set phasers to stun. I bet you the 4 o'clock news that that day, he was was on it, because it's 4 o'clock news. Yeah. Uh, He was like, tonight William Shatner will be in town. And I'm going to get to interview him. He's got this uh, little happy, swagger. Yep. And the next day, he's just totally deflated. God, I would love to find out. <laughs> yeah, I got up on stage and immediately someone shouted over a crowd of like uh, uh, 800 people that I suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then William Shatter kept making fun of me all, all, all night. Yeah, but he's like, he's probably such a huge queer that he's like, William Shatter's making fun of me. <laughs> the only thing that'd be better is if he had said, get a life. That's my issue. Conflating sci-fi and fantasy, they're not the same. Nope. Let's separate them, you know? Separate but separate, equal. Separate but equal. Yeah. Yeah. So Fantasy gets to the back of the bus, though. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Ted Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm Todd. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into Here's Why I Get Hotline or shout you suck in a large crowded theater, you can call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. We've got a few voicemails here. Let's see if the translations are as bad as uh, the E-Girl Negro. Sorry, last week was supposed to be about uh, wet feet and socks, jeans, or especially long johns as are necessary above the 45th parallel this season, but I think my bedroom has a terrible reception and that's why. In any case, this week, here's what I do get. Uh, Having a long nutsack. Yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In addition to penile pigment privilege, (laughs) my nuts are more like legumes. That's right. My nuts are more like legumes in that they can legate to my asshole. And let me explain why that's a privilege. You see, they get caught in your butt man while you're sleeping. Gets an itchy asshole once in a while. It's what they and usually has two options: uh, go to the bathroom for TP or make use of his underwear and deal with the rest in the morning. But gentlemen, I have discovered a third solution, or rather, I was born with it. You see, you have to think of your scrotum as a thimble, and um, well, I think you get the picture. In any case, Cork? I hope you enjoy that one. Happy night. <laughs> He uses his balls as a cork? Uh, <laughs> I guess. It's getting a little chilly in here. <laughs> that's, uh, that's weird. It's weird. It is weird. Hey, guys. Dead Hunt loves African-American women. Uh, huh. Here's what I don't get. Uh, uh, not for human consumption refers to them as weeders. And... Uh, so, uh, Jesus Christ, that's a big-ass chipper that almost hit me. Um, fucking Christ. Uh, here's what I don't get. 
people that do f- that smoke pot in uh, fucking college. I go to my yeah. local community college, and I figured, you know, fuck it, might as well oh. just not end up at thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's a where day. all the pot smokers and, uh, go. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Most of my schooling because fuck it, you know. And uh, well, yeah. Christ, and I swear to God, every fucking time I go to my history class this semester, it smells like the fucking. It smells like a funk died, and it smells it, like you went to a head shop. You know, yeah, you got to upgrade to a private university. Yeah, rotting. so you had a lot fewer and pot smokers at a private university, uh, right? A lot more we, uh, mushrooms. It smells like fucking I had, shit. I'm not going to say I, I was just, in the room know, uh, when mushrooms dark, were dealt you, multiple you, you, times, but I was. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you, How much did you make? House a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, right before yeah. Silk Road went down. Before what? The Silk Road went down? This is Silk Road. Oh, oh well, the, the, the drug, eBay, darknet stuff. My and I don't know why I'm still driving. I missed the turn to go to my house about a mile ago now, and I just, you know, still in the car to talk to you guys right now. So and we weren't even call, listening. I feel you give me those five cents for every call. And, um, yeah, I fucking up Yeah, so I'd say... I'd say from the private university to public university, a mm-hmm. lot more weed smokers, but community college. Community college, come uh, on, man. Weed smokers. I mean, so I, I didn't go to a community college, but I worked at one. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times we walk out to my car and you just see like two dudes hot boxing yep. and then get out and fucking go to history class. Go to history <laughs> classes. Uh, they would come walking past me into the building or I'd yep. walk past them t- towards my car, just like fucking reeking of yep. pot smoke. Uh, which is, I I was I was ambivalent about pot smoking until it became legal, semi legal, quasi legal here in Oklahoma, and now I'm vehemently against it because yeah. pot smokers feel like they should be able to light up anywhere you can smoke a cigarette. Uh, but cigarettes smell, but they don't just like fucking stink. They don't. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. They they have a bad. Mm, they have a smell to them. Yeah, but it's not. I you know what I find worse than a. a Cigarette being smoked is a smoker after cigarettes. There was there was a couple weeks ago. I had these two these two guys were chain smoking out on the dock, and then for whatever reason they felt the need to come talk to me like a foot away. Uh-huh. And my nose was normally I can't smell anything. Yeah, whatever reason my nose was in hyper mode, and so I fucking smelled every iota of. Yep, and I was just Cigarette like, this butt. is driving me fucking crazy. Dark Dark Dick Manny. Uh, I'm calling in response to Andy, who left a, actually a really funny uh, voicemail here about women driving. And I'd like to just say that I totally agree. I mean, checking your makeup in the fucking review, I, like, the next thing is you're going to be checking your fucking makeup in on your phone in the review. Alright? So this is where you're lacking, Andy. If you go... You go a little bit farther, because actually, I think your voice is a good start in terms of a comedic routine. You just need to get a little <laughs> bit. Tell you what, I'll give you a little bit of secret. Every time I leave a good voicemail, sometimes I leave shitty voicemails. Every time I leave a good voicemail, I write down my script beforehand. I know, I know, it's kind of like, well, shit, it's not off the cuff. It's not genuine. You ain't being real. You ain't being a real nigga, right? But 
Let me tell you. You can't. Somebody you can't that describing their messages in their comedy, it shines through, okay? And here's my little message to you. Otherwise, thanks for contributing to your comedy. Take it easy. Dark Manny out. One more. 19 seconds long. Sure. Dan Helm. Hey, guys. Dan Helm. So that guy that called in was like, hey, I'll pay 50 bucks a month. Uh, for the sake of the show and for the sake of you guys, if he does follow through on the 50 bucks a month, I won't call in anymore. Because I'd rather you guys get paid more than me leave a fucking retarded ass voicemail. Uh, later. Yeah, but I think, I think like, really, you need to ramp up the voicemails until he does. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, 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 got to yeah, be a blackmail yeah, yeah. thing, right? <laughs> There's got to be, like, we, you know, uh, first contact, the line must be drawn here. <laughs> this far, no father. But you know what I was thinking? Maybe it's more like we need three people at the $50 tier for Dead Helm to, to stop calling. You know what I mean? That is a fair point. Yeah. There, yeah. Uh, I could I could definitely see that. Oh, I'm... Cause then, cause then we take you know, take some of it. We probably do a kickback to him. That way, he didn't feel like he was being left no, out. He yeah. is he is offering services, <laughs> services services in tacit, if you if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were talking about this on the Discord. Well, but he also owes Todd a lot of money now for getting him for fired. Getting him fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of money. Uh, the other funny thing is, so people are talking about in the voicemail and. We go through phases of of a lot of callers where we'll have yes, like yes. Uh, when I first started, there was a lot of John Duke and Gord Stanfield. I have and no idea who man. any of those people are. Yeah, and then but they they come and go, and then they yep. end up you know maybe not listening to the show anymore because they're huge traders, and we should hunt them down and yep. kill them. Uh, but then you know we get guys like Dead Helm and Dark Dick Man and Andy Andy that are that's kind of that. Those are the guys we get a lot, and yep. then there are some people that get mixed in here and there, and you know, people like the show and call in and leave voicemails. Then Lusos, Lusos, yeah. and Johnny loves flat women. Yep, uh, Mister Kill Everything, and like I said, we play all the voicemails. So yeah, we we never yeah yeah unless it well I I think I've deleted some where uh, I don't know maybe I have or maybe I haven't where it was uh, it was a different number and it was just. Automated Garbage. or it was an automated voice thing. Yeah, it was like right. your package from FedEx is being delivered right now. Like, okay, <laughs> okay, well that didn't really add anything to the show. No, your package from FedEx is in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh God, <laughs> you got really fucked on that one, man. Yeah, man. Package package dances all around the country <laughs> except to get to you. Yep. You got to check those when you get them in. Make sure there's no cum on them. <laughs> okay. Some fucking DJ in Louisiana is probably jerking off on your package just as something to do. It's like there's nothing sexual about it. He's just, you know, he's at work. <laughs> he works in the postal center. He's just like, let's see what we got here today, boys. Here. This isn't supposed to be here. Uh, Batman, huh? All right. Looks here you like go, someone's Brucey. getting a cream pie. <laughs> well, on that disgusting note. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, Tim, I'd like to make a motion that we end this episode. 